So why y'all stop the conversation? And we're live. <laughs> so why y'all stop the conversation? Things that won't get us canceled. <laughs> y'all nervous? No? It, it got hot in here a little bit. Cold. Just a little oh, bit. Please. Really? What? All the Larry June slander. What are you talking about? What is this? All the Larry June slander. Just let just let let Larry do what he do, please. Damn. Are you upset? Welcome to it. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. Oh. <laughs> Caprice is really mad right now, guys. She listens to Larry June all the time. I like this. Yeah, it's amazing. I just like messing with her. Who is this? Larry June. Shout out to Larry June. I'm letting this cook for a reason. As always, we always say that the, the, the music sets the tone for the day. There's a reason for that. Check yo. Temperature. It's so good. She's a, a keeper. keeper. <laughs> On a whip. I swear I'm going to get to it in a second. I swear I'm going to get to it in a second. I promise you guys. I got to let Sci High get this one bar off real quick, and then I promise we're going to get to it. I'm going to explain to you guys why I've been going for so long. Kenise wasn't having it. Absolutely not. Ridiculous. Quite embarrassing. <laughs> I love having friends like this, guys. Accountability is real. So again, we got Sci High playing. We need new Sci High music. I got one bar that I need Sci High to say. A geese. Episode 41 of the OD. Welcome to it. 41. We haven't done one in a while, trust me. But at least we got this. Shoot to kill. That means you got a weak crew. And I'm going to let it stop right there. I'm going to let it stop right there. Click full of killers. That means you got a weak crew. You need a cup for, You need a corporate gangster. Just can't have a bunch of street dudes. Never game bang, but I can call them if I need to. Welcome to episode 41. Episode 41 of the OD Podcast. I am your host, Relly Graham, ASAP Relly Terrell, whatever you know me as. To my right, as always, Queen Kanice. She, she, she took my chair today, guys, and this never <laughs> happens. Like, this never, ever happens. I think only Kanice could probably You don't deserve it, it today. <sighs> she might be right. She might be right, and I'm going to actually let her get these off today. Um, <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll explain why I took the hiatus. Um, not that it was a wanted one to begin with, but we'll get into that shortly. And then, as always, behind the camera, she told me I can call. I can say that she's manning the camera, so guys, don't attack me. Caprice. 
What's the deal, Thugger? You better talk into your mic. The brand new mics thing. You better talk into that shit. Oh, nothing. I'm watching all these nice sports behind me. Can you do me a huge favor? Give me a second while I go cut this down. Kanice, explain to the world why you're why you said I don't deserve that seat. <clears throat> because you are not on your shit whatsoever. Well, okay. Not on your podcast shit, okay? You are not prioritizing this correctly. And this should not be episode 41. This should be episode at least 52. <laughs> The cauliflower ears, like, uh, does it uh, impact their hearing? Because it almost looks close. We have the greatest podcast on earth. <laughs> Caprice is in the middle of, like, reprimanding me like an upset parent. And Caprice is asking me about Corey Sanhagen's ears. Um, what are cauliflower ears? <laughs> what Corey Sanhagen has. Who's so Corey Sanhagen? That's him right there. So, much so you see the way it's, like, it's bubbled up. And just pay attention to his ear when you see him talk. But... <laughs> they always like that. Or that's because someone hit They're them. They're always like that. Yeah, they like that because that's what they do for a living. Yeah, so it's the scar tissue. It's the swelling. It's it's it just it gets to a point to where it's a deformed. I don't want to say mutilated, but it's a deformed ear. Uh, well, it's just the it's just it's the been <laughs> mutilated. Is this UFC? Yes, it is. Ew. Yes, it is. Shout out to Corey Sanhagen and T.J. Dillashaw, main event of the UFC fight night, which is on right now. That's guys. him. Yes. So if oh you see wow. his ears, there's no real ears. lining on his ears because it's yeah. all swollen. So it's cauliflower crazy. ears. But yeah, I was just wondering. Can he hear? <laughs> yes, That's he can hear. Yes, he can hear. Oh, no, I see a hole. Here's a hole. <laughs> his ear is still yeah, in the ear. Yeah, as long as the hole is there, they can still hear. So That's cool. I think his ear is still in there, guys. I, I think he should be able to still hear us and, and everything should be fine. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, Kanice was in the middle of ripping me a new one, explaining to me why I should have been doing this. Please don't say that. <laughs> you hate that term? Uh, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> ripping somebody a new one? I don't like that. <laughs> Get to the point. All right, what did I do? What did I do wrong? You, you just, I told them what you did wrong. I mean. We get it, but at the same time, there's no excuse. You're right. If you have to sit here by yourself and talk to yourself, it should have got done. People have solo podcasts. You're right, and I hate those. Why? Nobody solo podcast? Who are you interacting? I'm starting a, a solo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, well, that might explain half of why you're so passionate about it. I'll be honest. And that's one thing that's kind of funny because I started this by um, by with two songs for a reason. I started this with Thank God for the Trap by Larry June. And then I went into Get Your Money by uh, Sci High. And I purposely had that, that bar of... Uh, or let or played it into that bar. Played from Sci High. Uh, click full of uh, killers. That means you got a weak crew. You need a cup. Uh, you need a corporate gangster. Can't just have a bunch of street dudes. Never game bang, but I can call them if I need to. It was just so much in that for me that I I, I think I even tweeted it. And the reason why it was so much for me is because <laughs> similar to what Kenny said, I learned very quickly. From the people that listen to this podcast, because I do have people that listen to this podcast that don't give a shit about sports, like couldn't care less about sports, couldn't care less that I was doing the radio show twice a week. They are looking at me similar to what Kenise says, fam, we ain't saw you in how long? I'm ashamed to say that the last pod that we did was right after X had passed. And that's kind of where we've been in terms of the hiatus. So just to kind of explain to you guys, Kenise is right. I know you guys don't care. So that's why I wasn't gonna get too detailed in terms of what um of what uh 
I was I've been doing. But if you guys pay attention to what this podcast is about, shout out to the Joe Budden podcast. Definitely influenced by it. But in terms of the opening song, there was a reason for that. So there was a couple of T's that were getting crossed. There were a couple of I's that were getting dotted. Um, and in doing that, it was adjusting to everybody else's schedule. So I tried to make the executive decision, try to take a step back and return when the podcast was in, or return with the podcast when the media company was in a much better position. So I said all of that in that last minute 45 to say, I heard you guys and I understand that Kamisa's right. <laughs> nobody cares, nobody gives a shit. Always. So, what? Caprice, is Kanisa always right? No one is always right. God is always right. And for you non-believers, no, you know what? <laughs> what just <laughs> happened right now? What just happened right now? I do want to say this really quick. Um, I'm not getting into it the whole way through. I promise, I promise, I promise. But we're going to have to call it for what it is. I tweeted something, and I'm going to get this out the way, and I promise I'm done. This is not going to be another hour-long rant like it was last time. When we had to, <laughs> the rant was so long, we had to separate the podcast into two parts, the baby and the point. But, um, <laughs> and by the way, I think, I don't know if YouTube took it off. And can he tell me this? Somebody took it off, off of, off of YouTube, I think, because of the music that we played. That's but why they you did need it to like three weeks ago. And I'm like, fam, that's why you that need to get me to like edit them and stuff. Would you edit for us? I definitely would. Say less. We'll talk. We'll talk after this because that's been part of the issue as well. You can't post music on YouTube. Sorry. Yeah, very no, very aware now, and we've been muting everything that gets played uh, until then. They give you the option to cut it out, and I'm not cutting mine out. It will that's why we talk thing. over the record. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we just mute it and let us talk over the record. But um, again, I, it's not going to turn into a full length uh, rant this time, but. I tweeted a while back, maybe a month ago, that I'm so petty to still, or I'm so petty to still screen Checkmate a year later. And there were only like two people that actually hit me and was like, what's that tweet about? And the funny thing is, the people that hit me both kind of knew what the tweet was in reference to. And I've said it before, and I just want to give you guys an update. You know how, how transparent we try to keep it here. Ashton Ridley... <laughs> who is the general manager at KUNV, formerly home of the Talk That Talk radio show. Shout out to the Westgate. Um, I was told by Ashton, I told you guys before, when we had our, our discrepancy over our Juneteenth blackout last year and how all of a sudden, shortly thereafter, I no longer have my radio show on campus. In, in part of the parting conversations that me and Ashton had, Ashton made it a point to let me know that he wished me good luck with whatever I was doing in the future um, and that he was excited to put on his Juneteenth event, whatever the case may be, next year. I said, cool, great, except here's the deal. You asked for every single one of my Juneteenth contacts. So anything that you do do Juneteenth related, you're going to have to call my contacts. So we'll just see what happens. So as I said before, that was a year ago. Came in here and ranted for an hour about that conversation. Ashton, by the way, remember when you told me I had to pay for my radio show slot? And I told you, oh, on the contrary, people will pay me for my slot? Um, I think another thing to point out here, 
is that if you guys have followed the radio show, we did our second annual Juneteenth event. Shout out to DJ Nihilator, who helped me host the event. Shout out to all of the black-owned businesses that participated. Shout out to every single one of the artists that, partic that participated and performed. Shout out to everybody who bought tickets on Eventbrite and showed up. Um, we made money that day. And it was to the point where when I told the team how much we made, the team was kind of like, wait, is there a decimal point somewhere in there? Or like, is that the total number? And I told them, no, that's the total number. And that's just what happens when you focus and put all of your energy towards one thing. I want to open up this podcast to say, not only was I petty enough to scream checkmate over Twitter, I'm petty enough to scream checkmate audibly. Ashton, it didn't get past me that not only did you, but KUNV did nothing for Juneteenth. I'm not sure if there was an acknowledgement of Juneteenth. Ashton, I also know people who you still have meetings with, and they told me Juneteenth was never brought up by you. The last thing I'm going to checkmate this with is I'm going to say that my Juneteenth event took place on campus. A campus that you work for, Ashton. Don't talk to me about contacts. Don't talk to me about plugs. Don't talk to me about connections. Actions speak louder than words, my boy. Um, where are we going with it? Okay, so I'm I'm ready to start. Kenise, I'm gonna give you a chance to to go with something. Sad stuff? I hope I don't have any sad stuff right now. No, 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 I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Let's rock. No sad stuff right now. Okay. Y'all got you got sad stuff? Let's do it. You want to do all right? Then let me let me let me cue it up. It, since Caprice wants to put me in a sad place already. I mean, I think we can get out the way and then just no, no. Since Caprice wants to put me in a sad place. All right, let's do it. Go ahead and break the news, Caprice. Um, <sighs> I, don't like I understand it. Caprice mentioned Biz Marquis. Rest in peace to Biz Marquis. Um, music has been taking multiple blows, I think, for the last, it happens every year, but I think definitely for the last two or three years. It's been, um, and I think my dad always told me this, it happens as you get older. You start to have stories about people that pass. In moments when you heard them the first time and things of that nature. And... It, like you said before, Caprice, it kind of puts, I think we were off air, but it puts everything into perspective. And it kind of makes you realize, like, in the midst of everything, similar to what kind of Kanice said to start this podcast, we got to understand what our purpose is every single day and work through it and work towards it every single day. I love the fact that every story that I've heard about Biz Marquis since his passing has been how much Biz Marquis loved music and how much he left his fingerprints on music. Um, and what I also want to say is in all the flashbacks to Biz Marquis, uh verses and music videos and things like that, even, even um, camera phone footage, 
timeless. And I'll be guilty to say right now, I never, not that I ever disrespected Biz, but I never viewed Biz as timeless per se. It's just one of those things that death makes you realize that my kids will know Biz Marquis. Their kids will know Biz Marquis as long as I'm around. So a lot has happened, obviously, for multiple reasons, but I do want to say rest in peace to Biz Marquis. Rest in peace to anybody else that we've lost in this time since we've done the podcast. Rest in peace to Shock G. We had a whole podcast dedicated around your music. I was actually going to start where we some hustlers, then go into I Get Around, and then go into the I Got Five on a remix. Rest in peace to Shock G. If you know anything about Taekwon, 2K1G, my brother, that's his favorite producer. So the legacy that you have put out into this world has sparked the next generation and more to come. So as I said before, Caprice wanted to go ahead and get this done now, and I think it's actually smart to do it again. Rest in peace to anybody in music that we have lost since the last time we potted. I apologize, you guys, and hopefully we don't have to take any more hiatuses like this. I don't think Kenise is going to let me. So we should be in a much better position moving forward, guys. Anything else? Any other sad news? Why Kenise is tearing down some gummy bears that I finally found that she likes? Don't ask, guys. I don't like them. You don't like them? You're just eating them because they're there. I quit. I quit, guys. I quit. But um, in terms of, of music, we, we obviously got into music a little bit just now. Caprice, a lot of new music obviously has dropped since the last time that, uh, <laughs> that we were in this position. Have you even listened to any new music? Absolutely not. new music I've listened to Oh, when I go back to this, you're gonna you're gonna tell me that you you've listened to it. So you want to go <laughs> as far back as when we first took our hiatus, or do you want to start with Blast and Bino? Because I haven't heard Blast and Bino six tape two. I know, guys, relax if you're at home and you're probably flipping out because of how much I play Blast normally. I haven't gotten around to it yet. So you want to give us a, a rundown of it? It's good. That I is not it. your fucking music breakdown. That can't be. Do you want to you want to pull up the track list and tell me which record was your favorite? Do you want to tell me about a guest feature that was good? Do you want to tell me about a bar that stood out? Anything? Because otherwise, I'm gonna tell you what stood out to me, and it wasn't about this tape, obviously, but it goes back to the beginning of our hiatus. So let's let's just start there while you're looking that up. Cold drop music. And I need you. Yes, that's how long it's been since we potted. Cold drop the off season. Yes, yeah, it's been that long. So I'm not getting, I'm not getting, uh, or I'm not going to allow that to drop and I'm not going to give my opinion on it. That's absolutely ridiculous. However, what I will say is the offseason for Cole, it shocked me to still see so many people. And, of course, you, you do have your Cole fans that know all about it. But you did have your f- fair share of fans who didn't know about the Friday Night Lights, the warm-up, the come-up, the, the, that series of mixtapes. Yeah, that's not a fan, but keep going. And did I say fan? But those people, did I? Yeah, you said there were some fans that didn't. No, there were some fans that did. 
that did recognize it. Obviously, there's some cold fans. That, I, mean, I don't know what I said before, no. but what I meant was there were some cold fans that obviously knew. But I was really surprised by the amount of people that did not know. And I think I probably did call them fans. There was a fair share of fans. There's a fair share of people, I should say, who didn't know about that series. And a lot of people kind of sh- like looked at me, and I thought, Cole, and I don't know if he will or not, but the way that this is performing and the way that streaming works, I told people whether he weighed in album sales or not, I believe Cole was to drop the off season. I'm not going to say he didn't. I'll, I will say it. I'll jump out the window. I don't think he cared what it did because that was leaving his hard drive regardless. I'm not 100% out the realm to say that Cole doesn't drop again this year. I think he can drop again. This was a great album to plot my escape. Oh, boy, that's a good album. Anybody, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the type to force my musical opinion on others. If you You're a liar. Like I said, I'm not going to force on other people. Here, let me finish. <laughs> you can say that a rapper is not your type of rapper or an actress is not your type of actress. But to just say that there is no talent there, that he can't rap, that he's a bad rapper, keep that to yourself. You don't care for his music. There's plenty of singers who I don't listen to. Does that mean they can't sing? No. They probably have great music and great albums. I don't listen to it. So that doesn't mean that it's not good. It's just so many people be like, oh, yeah, Cole can't rap. But your favorite rapper is like the baby. <laughs> like, please, spare me. <laughs> Why the baby catch a stray? Wait, wh- or Why the baby catch a stray? Like, Favorite? Okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm just like, <laughs> she's just straight? mad that you. She's just mad that you threw a stray his way. <laughs> you can take all the strays. Uh, We're gonna get to that too because you're uh, so wrong about I'm that. I'm just kidding. But whatever. But that was a perfect example. I don't think he's a good rapper. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. get you. So I'm saying you have people who have somebody like him in their fucking top five, looking me dead in my face, saying Cole can't rap, but you listening to this good night, Bo? What did he say? <laughs> you know, like relax. Like, and that's a fucking, that's a record. No, Wait, what did that you That is a record. What I'm saying is I know it's a good song. I, I couldn't think of the words. How does it go? Walk I'm in. a young CEO. Should. I'm a young CEO. Should. But he be, he got that yeah, little Yeah, it's wave. the whole, okay, yeah, I just said the last part of the, the name of the record is should. What's okay. wrong with that? Yes. I love that record. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that's Nothing's a good song. Like, That's why when she said it, I was like, you picked the bad, right? You picked a, an amazing record well, to reference. because I'm just I'm I know. Just I get your point. A, I get your point. It's a good song. In general, he doesn't. Podcasts are for banter. No, I know. I'm saying that's a cool song. I don't expect him to drop an album full of heat. I'm probably going to listen to maybe one or two songs. I've never even, I don't think I've ever even typed the baby in my phone. In my baby. Apple Music. <laughs> the way she said it was pretty funny. Because you got to put in the baby. Because if you put in baby, probably like little baby. No, little baby. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about and praise babies. Little baby is one of the nastiest ones in the game right We'll get there. We'll now. get there. Matter of fact, let's get there now. Fuck it. Um, actually, wait. I'm not off the call yet. Give me a second. Um, as far as Cole, I do want to say this really quick, and I'm not saying that he's doing it for attention-seeking reasons by any means, but I've had people ask me about it, and obviously I I know people that obviously do some, some music over there in the Dreamville camp, and like I said before, I've never met Cole, don't know his heart. I don't think that Cole is doing this for attention-seeking reasons by any means, but I will admit, because somebody asked me a question, and I guess they wanted me to just think about it. They asked me how many times did Cole mention Nipsey Hussle before he died. Um, never, I don't think. That's a valid point that I had to look them in their face and say, I don't recall Cole ever mentioning that. Doesn't mean that he shouldn't do it now. 
what that means. So, first of all, anybody that has anything to say like that, first of all, talk to the civilians who are selling out the Marathon's website. I've never had an issue ever in my life ordering some shit off of the Marathon now. Everything is sold out. Yeah, people tend to be more impacted when somebody passes away. So I'm not surprised that he says something about Nip. I mean, Nip was iconic. So even if he never talked about it before, that's fine. You got people who never wore a Crenshaw beanie. Now they got a Crenshaw beanie. Never wore a TMC hat. Now they got a TMC hat. Why is that a problem, though? I, I don't know why it is. It's, <laughs> that, it's not. I'm not saying it's a problem. No, no, no. Oh, that's yeah. what she's saying. She's saying, like, yeah, what's the person? It's not a problem. problem I, I feel like people just... They want to gatekeep, like, set people speaking on certain, like, things or certain people. When, like you said, it's not a big deal. Just because he never said a verse about him before, well, that doesn't mean any. First of all, especially in the rap game, when you grow in your career, a lot of things change. You know what I mean? Who's to say that he didn't meet him and was close to him? He don't got to rap about that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they could have known each other. Absolutely. And had fucking lunch every other month like just to like talk or whatever that doesn't mean it had to be and that's where people that's where people get screwed up because they don't hear it in the song they assume that person is not doing it you don't know you know you don't know why he made that verse why he was impacted he could have never met him and just really liked him and we of course we all assume we have time to meet people and to make verses probably wasn't on his mind to be like let me make a verse before something happens so of course when something happens Pretty sure you have a person has a lot to say when somebody passes away more than they did before. And so let's address the fact that regardless of whether and we had this conversation before about uh, Tory Lanez and the COVID uh, uh, coronavirus bar, but all things considered, the bar was hard. And what I'm, I'm sure what bar is like I can see if the bar sucked. Like first of all, and that's what's so funny, and I think the reason why people said that that Nipsey lyric was so, like, lazy. First of all, I don't think it was lazy because you have to do research in order to find it, first of all, unless you just know hip-hop and you know. He said Christ went to heaven age 33, and so did Pimp C, and so did Nipsey. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. That was the bar that everybody was like, oh, it wasn't even that thought out. It wasn't even that thought out. Your brain isn't that complex because if you go four and six bars before, he made a reference to the summer being so cold or something along the lines that he referenced it being blue. Nipsey was a crip. He said something else about rolling 60s in that bar as well. If you don't know, just say you don't know. That Nipsey bar was not just those two or three bars re- uh, related to him and uh, Pimp C and, and Christ. Those Nipsey bars was related four and six, maybe even eight bars before that. It was all tied in. So again, if you don't know, just don't know. It's okay to not know. Yeah, it should have been a big deal. No, why would you care? Why do you care? Why does anybody care? Okay. But we had this conversation, I think, what, yesterday? That we, from the land, us people from the land, we wouldn't expect you to get it. That's fine. Um, You want to talk about Dirk and uh, Lil Baby Sape? I didn't. I pray for Dark safety. I pray for India's safety. Thank God that everybody is safe. Um, stop running into people's homes. Is what I will say. Um. Yes, the voice and a hero, right? 
Oh, I don't know. I thought it was voice and the hero. Anyway, but yes, that that tape, that project. Um, you already know how I feel. Who I want is probably the record that is the standout for me on the project. But again, we've talked about it before, and Kanice completely sits out all of our new music conversations, guys. If you haven't been able to tell, but Kanice, uh, I mean Kanice, Caprice, you kind of just talked about it. Lil Baby and Dirk, they're kind of, I guess Uzi by default is at the top of the game by default right now. Um, You know Uzi dropped two projects this year. I know. I'm not a, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said it's by default because you don't have to listen to him. That's why I said by default Um, because he has – a lot right now on a certain demographic regardless. So in terms of obviously, let's keep Cole out of it. Let's keep Drake out of it. We know that they're active, but they're in different lanes. They're in different tiers. Kanye as well. It's pretty hard to say if you're naming top five rappers right now. You may have Moneybag Yo in there. You probably got Freddie Gibbs somewhere in there. Lil Durk and Baby are both in there. Lil Durk and Lil Baby are both in there. Did you get a chance to listen to this full project? Oh, you talking about from Dirk? Yeah, what song is that? I'm it's that Neighborhood Hero. <laughs> no, I know, but what album? Signed to the Streets 3. I'm, that's what that's I'm thinking about. I didn't hear this most recently. I, I haven't heard Drake. And honestly, and I'm going to play one record real quick. Because when I play it, you've been around me when I've played it before. And again, guys, this is what we do. We listen to a lot of music. We talk a lot of music. Caprice, you have absolutely heard me play this record. I can't split red with my little bitch. That's some shit you would do to a hoe. Oh, shit, that's my shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I, I drew a blank. Yeah. I got to let him get it off one time. I post the cap on the low. Y'all ever? <laughs> never mind. Do women do that? Do women like check a body off their body? Like, I don't, do body women even have? Would they even admit to having like a body count list? I'm sure some. Hmm? Like, well, like a goal, like I want to this these people I want to check off. Yes, like, do you have a name on your like on your list that it's like, I'm gonna take this person down, given the opportunity. Women don't have that. Li- Kanice would never admit it any fucking way. It doesn't matter. Kanice, you've never had a list. I would. You've never I had a list. I would admit it. Yes. You've had one before. No, I I would admit it if I had one. Oh yeah, so she has. I don't know. Do I don't women know. have bodies that you add to your list and you be like, y'all got to tell us about this? No. Because it was that, like, they were so spectacular. Whatever the reason is. Whether you didn't think you was going to add that person to your list or anything. No. Not to, like, I feel women like are I fucking liars. liars. I don't have many women people. I don't have many people on my list, so that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I asked, I'm just saying, there's nobody on there that I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I have to tell <laughs> you. No. Okay, yeah, for sure. Then, yeah. Now that you said no matter what, why I had to tell, yeah, then definitely. I think we most people have had that. Uh, uh, some partners, like, you I think plenty of people have, even if it's like, it, let's, let's say you guys go to a summer camp, and it's like the, the person camp. that you think is I don't fucking know what y'all do. Like, let's say that y'all are chilling at a summer camp, and let's say it's the person that y'all like. 
and you're like, by the end, like, let's say every girl likes this person. And by the end of the summer camp, y'all end up doing something. Do you feel like, do you feel a need to kind of tell somebody? See, like, now yeah. you're putting a different kind. You said no matter How? what. Now she wants to tell because she feels like I got I said no matter what. Therefore, it doesn't matter the reason why you want to tell. Whether the person was, let's say the person's a celebrity, and you got a shitty reason for wanting to tell the world, oh, I fucked a celebrity. Then that could be a reason. Or it's like, remember I told you I was going to get so-and-so? That could be the reason. I just want to know, do women do that? Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, then. I think a lot of people in general do that, no matter what. See, we're not talking about people. We all know men do it. Okay, so women. Talk about women. Okay, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of women who have had a partner, whether the sex was really good, some they have some tea to spill, they found out he's related to so-and-so's brother, whatever, you know, something that's dramatic or whatever. Or like I said, it could just be, it was really good, girl, I got to tell you about it. Yes, of course. Women definitely have had encounters and like, girl, let let listen. I hate to say it, and I think that's the difference. I'm, I'm happy to be stumbled into this conversation. I don't think men are the exact same way in that sense. Well, when if we come across something that's really good, I'm not telling the next man. That is a lie. That is a lie. No, okay. I'm not yes. telling the next You're man. You're not. Dudes love to I'm yeah, not. They dudes love, love to run their mouth about, about what they smash, especially if she looks good if and like, other dudes good want cookie, her. If it's good cookie, I want it. Like, I'm not telling you for you to be interested about it. Well, I don't hang around women that lust I may tell for different reasons, but it's not for that reason. I don't hang around women that lust after the men I'm talking to. In every situation I've ever had, my friends have their dudes, and I have my – it's never been an issue where in my mix, oh, girl, did you – never has that ever. We have our – we like what we like. It's not the same. I think that's why I maybe haven't told anybody because I'm like, ew, you probably would try and go after him if I told you this. I mean, some a lot. Of, there are many. I understand you not wanting to say that. I'm not gonna say that. That's that's dumb. That could be better for you to keep it to yourself. I'm just saying, as a woman, we've definitely been like, yeah, girl, you know, Matthew, mm-hmm, girl, and it's just <laughs> we have a language. We know what we mean. You know who? You know what's his name? Yeah. What about him, girl? <laughs> girl, like we ha- we don't even have to say much to really. You know, so I don't know what y'all language is, but it's not Guys, like we're vulgar, like you give me, we're not giving details. You give me. It's like I already know when you say a couple words. It's okay. codes. We're it's codes. Code. But that's the whole thing we in terms of giving fuck. details. See, and that's why I think you guys like I am happy we stumbled upon this conversation. Because guys, that's why I'm telling you, if I give details about a situation, it may have been and I think this probably goes back to the argument that we had before. Not the argument, but the statement we had before. Sure, if it's good, whatever the case may be. But if it's not somebody that I'm into or I like, I'm not telling. Or if it's somebody that I'm into and that I like, I'm not telling that story. Regardless of how good it is. Because I don't want you looking at her. Like, period. Now, when you said getting, like, descriptive. Because, for instance, you may get descriptive about the chick that you met at the club yesterday. I don't care. She could do the exact same thing for you. I don't care. But I think, I guess the bigger question is depending on, I guess almost to the degree that you like the person, or if you like them at all, the person you're talking about. I think you. It could be any level. Like it could be somebody you just met, somebody you're in love with. Maybe women women are a little bit different than men. So like you said, there's codes. We we could even be like me. Kenise is married, and I, I, let's say I get married, and we're hanging out. We're not going to get into detail about our love life, but if the topic comes up, it's like, yeah, girl, you know, or whatever. Whatever we say, whatever little verbiage we use, we know what's up. I don't know if men can say that they're 
sex life at home is healthy without it being an issue. Like if you were with your homies and they were married and the, the topic comes up sex at home, I don't, I don't think you're going to be like, yeah, my wife, her cookie, she got the best. Like it's just the best. But you won't hate. You won't feel awkward to be like, yeah, like we good, like we straight. Yeah, you know? and I yeah, so and I think that's kind of to your point. Out. Yeah, like I guess it depends because you do have some dudes that. I mean, I, to be at the same time too. To be honest with you, I don't really even. Every, everybody's different, and I think that's kind of like the hard part because, like, while everybody is different, yeah. Some people, like you said, some people are like that. They walk in there and yeah. My bitch do this, this, that, and third, and I'm sitting yeah, there like. I don't think any. I think that's just tacky all around. I don't think anybody should be talking about like what they're doing with their significant other to other people, no matter like how like close, whatever. Like people are different when it comes to what details they want to share with their close friends. Like maybe if you're one on one with like maybe your best friend, your best guy, or whatever. But like if you are around three or four men that are your friends and you're talking about how good the sex is with your wife, I don't think that's appropriate. Like, any man that's already confident, any person in general, but any man that's already confident about what's going on at home, he doesn't need to do all that. Because I'm looking at the nigga that's saying all that, something is wrong. Maybe that sex is good, but something is wrong. He talk about it too much, bro. Why are you, what's the, okay? So, any man that's already comfortable and has everything going on, uh, the bros could joke on him. Aha, he always quiet when we talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a nigga like like you will, <laughs> yeah. Mark, nah, I said whatever, that before, like, and it's so it's funny not, because it's not a big deal because you. I've know been in secure. one situation like that before. I think where people we forgot what the hell we were talking about, but like I entered in the conversation, and somebody was like, "Oh, they were talking about um uh, what was it um living with your girl?" They was like, "Oh, y'all gotta have sex every day," and I kind of laughed, and I was like. I truthfully don't know how old y'all are, but, like, that shit is a myth, bro. Like, yeah. we both work. Like, it doesn't happen every day. It happens, it, but it doesn't happen every day. And I think the most that I've ever said was, like, y'all y'all not y'all not knowing, like, it's all, yeah, what it's goes on in our small, bed. Like, y'all yeah. have no clue. You have no idea. It's, it's always something small. You just don't know. But because you don't feel insecure to prove it, it's just laughs. It, you, it, it's... You're laughing at them. They think that they're laughing at you, but really you're laughing at them because you're like, cool, you have no idea. It's it's spectacular, and I don't need to get into details of why or what we do or where we go or whatever, but it's wonderful, and I don't need to go and you know say that. People that are unhappy are very adamant about making other people view them as being happy. True. So, very yeah, anybody true. that's got to tell me things all the time about what's good and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, I'm going to assume you – you must not have a lot going on. Because that's also a person that's always talking about themselves, too. Like and that's what's so funny, because I forgot. I was on Clubhouse one day, and um, somebody said something. And um, and it's actually somebody that kind of knows me. And they said something just kind of in the room to try to get, you know what I mean, get the jokes off. I didn't catch it in the moment. So I kept saying what I was saying, and I realized the laughs. And when I was like, wait, what I missed? Somebody said it again, and my response was, you know my body. Anyway. And I went back to my next topic. I think you just said it right now. Like, sometimes it goes, it comes from a place of feeling the need to prove. It's like, fam, if you know, you know. Like, certain things don't need to be proven. Um, but I, like you said, I think it probably comes from a, a place within, regardless. Other than that, uh, new music, new music. Oh, you were saying what? The only thing I can say about Blast is I just, I'm not really good at, like, the music reviews. I don't really know too much. You better about get music. good at it. You it just to a lot sounds, of music. um. 
sounds like his other projects, but it still sounds good. Like, you know, you got those artists that sound the same, but then it just sounds repetitive and it's not good. Like this, it sounds like his other project, but it still sounds good. Like So I, it gives you a I'm classic I'm blast still, vibe. I'm still liking the vibes of it, and it, I don't feel like it's anything repetitive or, or oh, God, this again, like, not to under the bus. No. Things, but, you know, the baby. I only use him as an example because he has that, like the Migos. The cadence. That cadence that's like every song sounds the exact same. But with this, I'm I get those same vibes, but when I cut on when I cut on blast, whatever I put on this blast, I feel like I need to be somewhere writing down the PCH with my windows fucking down with a blunt. Like he get it's vibes. Like I was driving around doing Uber Eats orders the other day. There's never a time that I listen to blast and I don't want a woman next to me. I was just Ever. vibing. Like you just are man, I was I never wanted to be on a PJ so bad with some nigga with a Rolex on. <laughs> I'm like, yo, fly me out. What's up? What's the deal, man? I'm, let me be one of them. Bur- the let me be hell, one of them girls. I, I'll wear the Birkin. I'll do all that. But no, um, uh, one of my favorite verses is uh, uh you wait, you haven't listened to it. You listen. I haven't to listened to the project yet. At all? I don't think so. What I will, s- I don't know the verse. I don't know it, so I can't really bail you out. What I will say is, shout out to the Joe Budden podcast, and it it. Kanish, you can probably help us out with this one really quick. You talk about being possessive. Like, when we talk about music artists and being possessive with it, we talked about Nipsey earlier. Caprice, we agreed that we both had, like, a sense of maturity that we had to reach when Nip passed because we were kind of selfish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to hold you. If I saw you mourning and you were from Boston, I kind of looked at you weird. Like, I, I felt weird. And... That was wrong on my part. Like, it was all the way wrong on my part, and I admitted that. I wrote a story about it. Um, but in the same sense, you can't help that some things are just true. It makes my ears bleed sometimes when I hear people talk about mu- talk about West Coast music. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, like, music is, music is what feelings sound like and what emotions sound like. So I wouldn't tell the person that they don't feel the music by no means, but... It obviously, it obviously hits different, and I would absolutely assume anytime we talk about New, New York and New Jersey, tri-state music, probably music as a whole, somebody like Joe Budden and his crew, if they were to ever hear it, they're probably like, fam, what the fuck are y'all talking about? So I can understand that. However, I'm loving the fact that Bino is getting so much love and recognition now. I will say, you guys have heard me on this podcast before, and I might even do it in a couple of weeks, but I have so much unreleased nip music in my phone. Bino's on damn near every record. So, if you're from the land, Bino is a name that you know. Caprice, I'm telling you right now, your skin would have crawled the first time that Joe referenced Bino as Bino. Why would you even think that says Bino, Joe? Because I have no fucking clue. But somebody quickly, I think Ice quickly let him know it was Bino. But it just threw me off. And I was just like, my thing is, Ooh. isn't um, isn't Bambino in Spanish baby, like Bino? I don't know. I guess I wouldn't. I, I don't. I don't. My brain wouldn't go to Bino. Is he light skin? Bino. Yeah. Albino. Yeah, but why? We're not doing that though. <laughs> We're not doing that. Though. We're not doing that though. I'm just saying. We're not doing that though. <laughs> I don't even care if that's true. We're not doing that though. I think my favorite song on the six take two is unless. No, no, okay. Uh, time will only tell. 
M's. I really like that. I like them all. I like them all a lot. But that's one of my favorite songs in there. Because in the song, he say, um, love don't cost a thing, but if it did, blow the bag on you. So, you know, I was driving you, like. You mentioned it. Did you tweet that? Yeah, I was like, blow like the bag on me. Well, when you said, and that's why when you said it, you said I kind of like, I didn't say yeah, but I kind of gave you a nod. Because it's like, we're not going to get into this argument right now. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to do it real quick. Fuck it. We'll just do it real quick. Kenise, can you describe a yellow bone, a red bone, a brown skinned woman, and a dark skinned woman? Can I describe them mm-hmm. based on what? <laughs> Any way you want to. What's Caprice? Oh Lord. She is a. What was the category? Yellow, red, brown. brown. I don't believe in that. Yellow, red, brown. I need to say it. Yellow, red, brown, or dark skinned. Like a like a like a chocolate melanin. Like that's you could even do that. Technically, I'm a yellow bone. I've told you that before, and you've argued me down to the fucking ground no, behind that. Because I feel like I'm, I'm just a light skin black woman. A yellow bone, red bone, brown. I and thought red bone was the same as light skin. Light skin and there's dark. And that's why. And that's me. why I hate that shit. That's why when you just asked me was he light skin, I was like, because eh. he's not dark. You get me? But he's like he's brown skin. He's caramel. See, I'm not doing this. She's told me she's caramel. No, she's not. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Okay. Like, re- please relax. I know I'm like. I'm Mocha. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, I was about to say. I'll give you that. I'm definitely Mocha. You that. Okay, what about, what, what about Beyonce? Milk, Beyonce? Coco. The, oh, his people are saying he's what? Light skin? Yeah, no, I said no, no. he's was, not light skin. He's light skin. And that's why I gave her the answer, like, eh. He's not light skin. He's not. Is, he, is that considered dark to you? Let me see. It's, it's, it's. This black is what people? I'm trying to no, figure no, it I out. Know. That's Listen, my point. When people ask me is he light skin, I don't never want to answer the question. There's like, a negative eh. connotation around the term dark skin. Right. As a black person, there, in reality, there's light and there's dark. If you're not light, you're on the darker side. That doesn't mean you're the darkest shade of black. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's you just people there the are. The word dark itself has a negative Call me dark skin. I love it. I, that's what I'm saying. It's not. My thing is people get. They I want, never get called dark skin, by the way. They want to be called like brown or whatever the case. But that's because of the nasty connotation that has been around the word dark skin, darkies. Nobody wanted to be dark skin growing up. It was always taught the fucking paper bag test. If it, if if you're darker than a paper bag, that's you're not. That's not okay. You're not gonna find the same love as you find. You're not gonna get the same jobs, whatever the case may be. You're not gonna be viewed as attractive. So me, I. Yes, black people, we do have different shades. I know that. I know that there's there's a somebody who's light-skinned like me but could be a little darker, but they're light, and there's somebody who's brown, but then there's somebody who's darker than them. My thing is black people are so obsessed with splitting it all up just because they don't want to be called dark-skinned. I mean, I hear it because so I say brown I just skin. feel like just the basis, we're light and we're dark, and there's different light and there's different darks. Bino's dark For what skin. what it's worth, this is my brother. He gets called dark skin, and I get called the lighter one. I'm the light one compared to my brother. Me and my brother have the same fucking skin tone. Maybe it's his facial hair. I mean, yeah, some, like, I don't, because some people literally get offended if I say they're dark skin. I don't touch on the topic anymore because I realize they need to educate themselves on why that's offensive to them, and I'm not going to do it at this point. But... Black people have that bad to where if you're a little bit on a, a lighter, oh, you're light, like, you're the light one. 
I would still put you in a dark skin category, both of you. You guys are not the darkest shade. You guys are brown. You guys are brown skin. Are there I black people skin. that are darker than you? Yes. There are black people who can be three to four, five shades darker than you. Just like I'm fucking three to whatever shades lighter than you. My thing is, some people will... I call y'all dark skin. Other people be like, "No, I, I'm no, absolutely. I'm I'm brown. I'm brown." So I don't even. And to I don't a woman even get into too, it. and I'm gonna get this out the way, and only because I'm in my mood and I'm, I'm gonna pop my shit while I got it. Um, to that woman that, and I, I even hit you up because I screenshot the shit and I let you know about it. To that woman, say her name. Nessie <laughs> Jama. I almost said it. To that woman who decided to sub me and say. That something along the lines of niggas to hide the dark skinned girl and put the light skinned girl on front street or some shit like that. Huh. Remember earlier when I said if you know my body, like Yep, it's called projection. Fam I'm confused. All I'm gonna say is a girl basically who clearly is a darker skinned woman felt like beautiful. I wasn't going out with her because I prefer to go out with a lighter like skinned woman when she posted that shit i was talking to a chocolate woman at the time and the shit just rubbed me the wrong way because i was like no i just hid well, you yeah, because you're not gonna don't put your projection on other people if you have been with men who you were dating involved with or whatever i think that shit and, personal and i didn't did. want to post sorry. you but because of your skin color or skin shade but they'll post light girl or whatever that's on you but don't put that on somebody else because you see them with somebody that's light skin, and you just assume, oh, he posted her just because that she's light skin. And I'm not with don't, anybody. Yeah. So don't, I just don't think that any projection <laughs> like that is that? unhealthy. We all know, like, I mean, being black, we know how it is. We know that there are black men who don't want dark skin women. Vice versa, there's black women who, ooh, I don't want my kids that dark. We, we know how it is. But when it comes to other people, like, if you don't know really their true intentions, you can't be pushing that on somebody saying, oh, well, he'll only date the dark girl, light girls, or whatever. It's just, don't assume. Like, if you've had those situations in your personal life, then correct that in your personal life. But don't try to assume that, that that's just the norm. You know, it's, I see plenty of black women wife up every day. Beautiful. I, I, I got so offended with that. Like, because I was yeah. just like, fam, uh, huh? And, and I know what I like, too, so it really was like. Am I supposed to prove this to you now? Like, how do I d go about this? Anyway, I want to get into ultra nerdy rap talk. I want to talk about Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine dissing each other, and I'm almost a million percent sure neither one of you heard it. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> why are they even? Why are they dissing each other? What? Come on, kick. You didn't listen push, to neither one of them. Kick, push, coast. Come on, I'm still on that, bro. <laughs> I still, I'm still on that, Lupe, bro. I'm living in like 2015. <laughs> That's 2008. 2008. My bad. I, um, I know, no, I know. I was like, I sometimes forget how far we are. Like, it's 2021. It might be 2006. So when I'm going back, I'm like, yeah, seriously, guys. I did not mean to say 2018. Uh, but in all seriousness, let's, <laughs> this is even better, since you haven't listened to it. Caprice, who wins that rap battle? Lupe and who? Royce the 5-9. Who is that? I who mean, is who? Lupe Royce. To it, but so do they both. You don't know, know who Royce is? So Royce the Five Nine is a rapper out of Detroit that is Eminem's best friend, essentially. And me personally, I hold Royce responsible for 
a lot of the shit that we have gotten from Eminem, not not everything, but a lot of shit that we have gotten from Eminem when he quote unquote fell off. Like one of Eminem's last great albums, I, I really enjoyed Kamikaze, but uh, Bad Meets Evil. That was a compilation project that he did with Royce the Five Nine. And if you listen to Royce rap, you can hear certain areas where Royce has influenced Eminem, and I'm sure Eminem would tell you. Um, so yeah. So what what was your question or what was your answer? You said who who wins? I was gonna say Lupe and Kanish. Just move that bag over to your right. Look at you. Oh, you good. Look um, at you. I would. Assu- I would. They better me, be you. Personally, I would say Lupe. All right, so here's the deal. You haven't listened to the music. So next yeah. week when we come back, well, uh, Kanisha said we got to do a pod every week now. So we'll we'll make sure we do it. Um, when we come back next week, we'll hopefully revisit it again. Caprice, you said Lupe wins right now without listening to either one of them. I think Royce dissed Lupe first on record in terms of music. And um, go listen to that because Royce definitely, and this is what's so interesting about Royce, I'll try to save my in-depth analysis for next time, but you can just tell when a person has matured. And I'm not saying that Lupe hasn't matured. Royce was Royce on the record. Said a bunch of stuff as if he was talking to somebody that he cared about. Kind of giving him a heads up. Lupe, and this is going to sound crazy because I just said that Royce was talking to Lupe, but Lupe was talking to Royce. And I know to most people that may not sound like much, but that's what I meant. The same way that Royce was almost kind of like, come here, son, let me take you under my wing. That's not what Lupe did. Lupe said, oh, nigga, let me tell you what the deal is. And it was one of those. Well, I'm going to be looking forward to listening to this podcast. <laughs> and it was one of those records when I got through with both of them, I said, damn, this is elite level rapping both ways. If I have to pick one, I pick this person for X, Y, and Z. But we'll come back next week and we'll discuss that one. Um, what else we got? We got any other topics? I got some other music things I think later on, but that's later. What you got for us? You have nothing for us. Yeah, splitting the hell out of here. Splitting the I feel like I already talked about it. That's why. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I, can, no, I couldn't help myself. Before. I couldn't help myself talking about it. We did splitting bills before, but what are we talking about? No, check? splitting uh, when you go out to eat with people, with friends. Splitting the check. With friends. Evenly. I like this. Like splitting it I evenly. I like this. I like this. Give me a scenario. Well, so she, well, go ahead and just give yeah, her. Give she had a real I went, I went out to eat yesterday, and it was eight of us. Okay. Um, long story short, my portion of the food came up to $60. Um, when we got the check, the check was $933. Um, it was eight people, right? It was eight of us. Mm-hmm. My food came up to $60. Someone else's food came up to $60. The total was what? Nine, nine what? 933. 933. Divided by eight. That's, what is that divided by eight? $116. It's like $116.60. So, Not for you, you were throwing an extra $50. Tip. Yeah. So what are you asking me? Continue, because I I have I have a way to work this out. And I'm I had it. again. I had one shot. I had a cocktail and I had chicken alfredo. The okay. other people had half of a lobster. Someone said they ordered 
um, oysters for the table. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Good. Um, no, oysters are expensive as a motherfucker. Yeah. Two she shots. doesn't eat seafood. I don't eat seafood. My good friend is or not bruschetta. Or bruschetta. Two. They had two shots of Casamigos. That two. was twenty one dollars each. Absolutely. Um. They had something else <laughs> to drink. <laughs> You're like so like a fucking ad lib record. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Their drinks alone came up to like sixty dollars by themselves. So when the bill came, they were trying to split it evenly. And I was like, absolutely not. And the girl was like, if you're broke, just say that. Table flipped. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'd have been hit it, bro. I'll show you a broke bitch. Broke <laughs> bitches break shit, okay? How about that? Because they don't care about paying for it. Why? Because they broke, so they break it. How about that? Okay, let's be completely honest, though, really quick. <laughs> so yeah. here's the deal. I would have told you flat out a couple different ways. You're not obligated to pay for anything outside of what you had. So I would tell you this. Like you just said, if we split this evenly, it's 116. So you're 60 plus, or yeah, if we split it evenly, it's 116. So it'd be your 60 plus 50 extra dollars. If you pay that 50 extra dollars, I would tell you you didn't have to tip at all. That's that's more than 50 extra dollars. Well, it's 56. Yeah. Tax so dollar. regardless of the fact, if she only spent 60, she could give me 50 on her nose and it would be 110. If she only spent 60, she already doing more than she needs to do. However, if you did not want to pay that, I would tell you, then we're going to tip, uh, let's say, 25% on this table. That means this tip is going to be $233, which would mean that your part of that tip would be $30 anyway. So I would give you your choice. You either can pay your 60 plus the tip, or you can pay your si- or you can pay your eighth of the bill. You can have it your way. I would give you your choice to do it that way. You're not obligated to do anything. Now, in terms of you gave me that exact scenario. Now, in terms of me personally, what I do me and my friends, we split the bill. However, Evenly. I don't have fr- yeah. However, I don't have friends that are gonna go out and order a fucking nineteen forty two bottle. And if they are, I'm the type of person just like you said, that's yours. I don't want any. Of yeah, that. so that's that's our point. We're talking about when you go out. Let's say we go out to you. Because if they're ordering oysters and shrimp and shrimp cocktails and shit, and she don't eat seafood, I would have told them then. But None not even that. They're ordering for the table, bitch. If you're ordering for the table, then you're gonna you're paying for that shit because you yeah, chose really? to order it. Yeah, yeah like one of the heifers me? was getting things talking about for the table, for the table. But then the bill comes, and all of a sudden she, she wants to she wanted to she wanted to split, wanted to yeah. Split yeah. split it all along. Oh, and guess what? That's real broke people behavior. Talking to try to call somebody else broke because they don't want to pay for what they did not you know, eat. And that's okay. Nobody has to do that. People can say what that's they want. That's like getting mad at famous people. I've seen somebody get mad at a famous person. For Remember not I paying? You, no, not even for not paying. Remember I told you, uh, I don't know her, I don't be knowing this shit. I was with my ex at the time. Kendra from uh, Real Housewives, I think it's Atlanta. Um, She was in Target one day. Okay. And this is a viral fucking video. Oh. And the homie Jordan, like, said exactly the way that I, he felt exactly the way I felt. It was a viral video of Kenya in line. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, a car got declined or some crazy shit. These yeah, women about the dragger. I promise you it was a viral video because she was using the coupon. What? And what? the this homie shared it. And the homie shared it and was like, this is how rich people stay rich. And this is why you guys will never get there. You niggas are ashamed to use a coupon? Absolutely. Bro, nigga, this says if I get, if I buy one, I get one free. I'm going to buy one, so I free. want mine for free. Are you the f- what are you talking about? That's yeah. That mentality will keep you broke if you think like spending money just to spend it. That kind of like looked like you're dead on my proof for a second. Spending you money. You caught that shit too, but he's yeah. wearing a Raider shirt. And yeah. It would never happen. Oh, no, that's 
That's the only reason how I knew. I didn't have to look. Spending money just to spend it is not like gonna ever get you, you know, to where you want to be if you want to have a bunch of money. So I always think it's silly when they see people with money like bust out a coupon or they'll see like a rich person pull up in a Toyota and they're like, he's rich. And they're like, yeah, you thought he wasn't rich. Oh, well, he was driving a Toyota. Well, you can't assume, you know, just because somebody. I'm not going to be doing it for long, so I don't mind saying it now. I own a media company and I still Postmates. Oh, well, I don't yeah. like sitting at home being stagnant. So I'm uh, gonna first move, of all, so. shout out to Larry June when he came out. Uh, you know he was Uber driver. He was Uber oh, driver. Shout him. Shout yeah, out to him. Like, <laughs> you got any other fucking Larry June facts? I love him. Um, <laughs> that's a fact. But uh, that's funny. I, all I have to say on the subject is, it should be a mutual understanding between you and your friends about. Who can afford what? At the end of the day, your friends are not going to know numerically what's in your bank account. We should all understand each other's financial status. If I have a friend who makes six figures and I don't make six figures, I, I'm not going to be with the friend who expects me to split a bill and pay for something I didn't pay I mean, for. At the same time and they know I can't afford it. We've all been to dinner. Like, if I'm about to get a thing of oysters, especially if it's for the table, nine times out of ten, if it's eight of us, all I need is four years. Now, like, if we, I'm not, she I'm didn't even asking, ask. That's my point. I'm assuming you didn't ask the table. Everybody want oysters? Cool. Like, if you're the only person that wants oysters and you said you got them for the table and nobody ate them, now, those are yours. If we all order things that were, let's say, around the same roundabout, like let's say we went to a steakhouse and we pretty much all got like some steaks, some burgers, whatever. Not to throw you off, but Thai literally is that. Everybody goes and get an entree from Thai. It's about fifteen, sixteen dollars. Yeah. Now, at the end of a Thai meal. If you can't split the bill, no, that's fine. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I was saying like if everything is around the same price and we're splitting it, like let's say your entree was twenty five, but yours was thirty. Yeah, it's like that's not a big deal. Mine was thirty one. It's not like wait, wait, wait. I need my extra like seven dollar difference. That's fine. But yeah, when it comes to like you said, you guys have were clearly eating a lot. Of <coughs> I'm eating a twenty six dollar meal, and your lobster, your half of a lobster with shrimp and all that stuff is like sixty six dollars. Why would I? No. I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not doing that. Your Casamigo, you had two Casamigo shots. That is Honestly, $42 by itself. And my yeah. one shot that I drank Tito's was only 16 You could have easily told them, too. Like, y'all can split that seven, and you can give me mine on a separate tab. That's easy as hell to do. So now you ain't got to worry about mine at all. How about that? But it was multiple people that felt the same way. We were, like, calculating, and she was just like, if you're broke, just say it. And I'm like, bitch, you're the one that's trying to get your bill lowered. Right. What? How much did you order out of this nine hundred and thirty-three dollars? <laughs> a lot. Um, two hundred about two hundred dollars worth. When we calculate, hers is like two hundred dollars. Yeah, the nah. bitch was trying to pay one sixteen. Get the fuck out of here. You're broke. Yeah, you Shout came out to with yeah, you came with a certain amount to spend and try to snatch that. <laughs> yeah. yeah Shout out to working. Pre. If you guys know anything about this podcast, if you everyone <laughs> and I, I'll say it now, if you ever felt like pre has been on this podcast before she has in in the in the early uh stages of this podcast she didn't go by pre so you'd have to do some research and figure it out if you catch me slipping one of these days and you catch me slipping and i say it however pre talks about it all the time pre will hit me up and be like what you doing i'll be like nothing and she'll be like let's go to brunch like i made a reservation let's go to brunch whatever all right cool now in those situations I've, I've talked about uh, the situation with Vani before. Shout out to Vani. Um, they both, Caprice knows. I don't think we've ever actually, like, I don't think we've actually uh, been out when we've um, gone to a restaurant. What the hell? 
I'm watching the fight. What do you mean? Um, I don't think Kanisa's actually been out with us when we've actually gone like to a dinner or something. But Vani and Pre know, based on the situation, I've handled situations different ways with both of them. I've paid for the entire bill with Pre before, and we've split the bill before. We order what we want. But like I said before, I think it's one of those things to where Pre knows I'm not going to, Vani knows both of and I know them to not be people that, like you just said, they're not ordering fucking four Casamigo shots. And um, you know what I mean? It's a group of it. So like you said before, I think it is, uh, it's it, it's a it's knowing your friend, it's knowing yeah, your personnel, and knowing what they are. Because w- Caprice, you know my my general crew: Devonte, Jason, Joey. Whether it's fucking Robert, fucking Dwight, fucking Marcus, Bobby. Where am I? B. Rye, Edwin, all of y'all. Fucking Demetrius, all of y'all. Um, when we go out, I don't fucking we don't count anything. Like we're gonna split this, and the funny thing is. We also know certain places where everybody's bill is separate. That's, <laughs> and that's, the, that's exactly, that's the point. And that's our, that, not that nothing you said weren't valid, but that's our point. When things are around the same roundabout, we know whatever we get is, even if it's different, it's going to be the same. If we go to cool. Buffalo Wild Wings, it's all one Let's bill. Split it. But yeah, when you walk into some place where we're eating seafood and top of the line steaks and you might just get small appetizer and I might go my wine out. is $36 maybe yeah. you don't want none of that I might <laughs> I might be treating myself and you might just be wanting a salad be you, know, you, never, you never know so as long as there's a mutual understanding that's why who hurt you, you want me to go beat him up but this was also a birthday dinner where I didn't know everybody I was gonna ask where did do you, uh, where'd you meet these people uh, mm, well, uh, where'd you meet these people mm, online yeah no 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 one person it was her birthday did you meet out of the, I didn't out know of the, those well, other people. Out of the eight, you're one of the eight, so it's seven. Out of, out of the, the eight, seven, I knew one, two, th- four. How many of those four did you meet online? One. You knew the other three in person. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm not. That's not too. But the other, okay, the ones that were trying to split the bill, I did not know them. Obviously. They were her friends. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. We were all the ones that I knew. We were all like, um, no, we're calculating <laughs> our portion. Like we're gonna give you what we ate, and that's it. They were the ones that were like, no, we're splitting this bill. And I'm like, you guys are the ones that ordered lobster. And we all had chicken Alfredo. One of the girls didn't even eat. And they were trying to tell her she was going to pay 100 She was going to split bro, it. I'll really <laughs> knock all this shit over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll knock out. I'll pull the table cloth off the table. Fuck all that shit. Hey, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. So, in, okay. Wait a minute. You <laughs> never get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo. I didn't eat. She, didn't ha- she did not eat. She had free bread and two drinks. Right idea. Fam, I'm going to drop this $16 and I'm going to get the fuck out of y'all here. Oh, like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving, bro. See, and that, yeah. I don't care. My whole what thing was, this, yeah, we can as, fight. As soon as it, as soon as I heard about? y'all going over the bullshit, <laughs> I would not have said shit. I would have took my <laughs> shit out and I would have left. I would have literally Did you go with us to the bowling? I mean, not the bowling alley. Did you go with us to the uh, pool hall for my birthday? Mm-mm. Okay, so, uh, and this is why I can't remember much for my birthday. I remember you met us the the night before. The night. You're on your birthday. Yeah, going into my birthday. Yeah. Because I remember I text Bonnie and said, I'm going out or whatever. And she said, I just got off of work. I'm going home or some shit like that. Like, enjoy your birthday or something. I was like, all right, bet. And then the next thing I know, we were. I think you and me were waiting to see if we were going out. And then you said that you were. And that's what made everybody be like, all right, fuck, I guess we're actually doing this. I think we're going outside now. I never planned to go outside that night. 
the plan was to go outside the next night when we did the pool hall. Similar to this story that we're telling, especially once the drinks got flowing, it was buckets of beer. It was buckets of sake. It was sake shots. It was everything. When we got up to the front at the end and they told us the amount, and this is why I like being around the people that I'm around, everybody kind of just kind of got into their little corners and was like, all right, cool. So this is this got to get paid regardless. So everybody went into it and was like, well, cool. I got two hours of the pool table. I got three of the sake buckets. I got three. People just started. It was like an auction damn near. They were like, well, shit, I'll take this. Well, how much is. OK, well, give me another uh, another hour. Like. You got to have people like you said that want to meet you in the middle. So that person that was ordering 200 well, see, plus I'm not of like stuff. Because I guess like I've been in I've been put in situations like this before where I was like with. Someone I really knew since high school, actually. We went out to a hookah lounge. I don't smoke hookah. It's just not me. So I had tacos. My tacos was $15. They smoked hella hookah between the six of them. And when the bill came, they were like, we're dividing it, it including me. I'm like, I didn't touch this hookah, so why would I? Why would How much hookah even cost? Why would <laughs> I divide it? That bill was like three-something, so. Baby, for hookah. Hookah and they had drinks and stuff, but I legit only had tacos. But so I'm like, I'm not, tacos. I'm not gonna split this <laughs> bill with you guys. Not to sound like that, but I have only been to a hookah lounge to actually sit twice. One time I was with somebody and I didn't even smoke. I was just like there for a sec, appearance, show my face, and I left. The other time, that table, like somebody got that shit for us. Like, they gave us, like, some free hookah. I don't know if we paid for, like, an hour and they gave us another hour. Something ridiculous because I was looking at this shit like, bro, I will go home and roll a blunt, dog, and <laughs> smoke on my porch. Something like, really expected you? I'm not smoking this flavored mint. What I'm you not doing it. And I think I was dumb enough to just say I, I split it. That I'm not going to lie. That, that, that day I actually was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to split it because, but, yeah. my Friendships will end that day. <laughs> like they oh were yeah, dead ass in, and, and, and you're not getting my split of it because I'm paying for my tacos, whatever I got, and then I'm gonna have to really tell somebody. I don't know what you're not understanding. My my body, it won't even let me physically send that money to you. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even. My brain won't even let me process to send. My brain will be like, bitch, what are you doing? Like my shit gonna start shaking. Like I can't do. It, 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 it'll definitely send you a couple yeah, more. Are I'll you be sure? like, I'm sorry, it's gonna let me send you twenty dollars. Like yes, bro. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I have PTSD for Are You Sure Now. What'd you say? Why? The words, are you sure, it gives me PTSD. Did you guys not see that video of that man standing outside that woman's door asking, are you sure, are you sure? No. No? Out here? Yes. In Vegas? The one they caught? Not. The one that was talking about rape threats? Yes. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah. Somebody found Wait, what not happened? found him. He, but he's probably not going to be in there long, though. If some white dude out here in Vegas, uh, he looked like he was homeless, had mental He didn't look homeless to me. Problems. He had on chain and everything. I didn't see no chain. He just, yeah. A homeless nigga with a chain is crazy. And he was nicely done, in my opinion. Oh, my thing is, somebody that mentally unstable, I don't see how they paying rent somewhere every month. That's all. So that's why I'm assuming he's not stable. I don't really, I don't think he goes to a homeless nigga. But you know, like you said, you never know. He could have not been. But yeah, he he had just, I didn't watch, the, I, didn't, I didn't listen to the audio, but he was threatening them at their door. Like, he was just knocking on the door, right? And saying <laughs> shit about. Wait, come on, I'm sorry. He casually walked up. The the woman door. walked home from work, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he, he was following her. And he followed oh, her. Okay, cool, okay. And he was knocking on her door. He just kept, are you sure? Are I thought he sure? just randomly walked up to a door and nah. just started to. Because I was about to say, you can't, he's not. Nah, he's a, like, are you sure? Are you sure? And then the husband, she, I guess she called the husband. So the husband got on the ring, door the door thing, even though he wasn't home. It was just like, what are you doing? He was just like, I'm trying to rape and kill her. 
tell her to open the door. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. I don't know if anybody had a way to find this out. Did that man leave work? I don't I don't know. Because if he left work and put hands on that man, to whatever degree. No, that didn't happen. I don't give a fuck that it would have been somewhat premeditated because you dro- left work and drove to him. His wife is in immediate danger. Hearing that, you've yeah. got to seize the threat, period. Yeah, if I that man beat like that man within sure? an inch of his life or damn near killed him, I wouldn't say that that man is wrong. He period. was saying something else, too. He kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? And then he'd say something else. Like, and he'd knock on the door. Are you sure? Are you sure? But it was like he was talking to himself. Like, it was weird. He's very demonic. Yeah, yeah. He probably, he's probably um schizophrenic. Probably needs some medication. Well, he was like, I'm trying to rape her. Can you tell her to open the door? I'm trying to rape and kill her. Can you, can she open up the door? Are you sure? Wow, what's scary is like he would, if he was able you to know, get in, he yeah, would do it. Like, definitely. Like it wasn't, well, because you know, like some people empty threat. They like, they're just crazy, but like they won't do no, it. No, that, that wasn't yeah. empty by no means. Yeah. But they, yeah, they apparently they found him. So we're hoping he's going to, but I doubt it. He didn't I do anything. So who, she lives out here. She has a flower business and everything. Uh, this Hispanic woman, really like dope. She's like young. She got her own flower business now. Anyway. She had a, a a place where she was selling flowers out of, like, her business that she's, like, you know, renting out. And they had to call the police on this man who kept harassing her employees. Lo- he would constantly come around. It, at first, they just thought it was one-time thing. <laughs> and uh, she called the police. Metro. I've told you guys about Metro. And I'm they, not doing this. Do you know they asked her what kind of business she does? And she was like, it's a flower shop? Like, it's, fl- it's flowers. Like, it says it. <laughs> I, I not even to, like, n- now I'm sounding redundant because, like, it's a flower shop and I sell flowers. <laughs> and I'm going to be the smart ass, right? Yeah, they were trying to insinuate. Um, yeah. Because they were, the dude was asking the women, like, I think sexual favors or something. Or, like, you know. <laughs> and so that's why he was like, well, like, basically, like, we know what he meant. Are y'all doing anything undercover over here? Like, was there a reason he thought he could come over here and ask for some? Disgusting. 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 Anyway, they didn't do anything. The man comes back, and he he got into the store and stabbed her mom in the face with some scissors. Thankfully, she's okay. Yeah, she's all right. But she recovered, so she's, she's okay now. Now what did Metro do? So they arrested him. But pretty sure he's back out now. I saw her say like that. Yeah, they said that he was gonna be charged to the fullest extent, <coughs> and he now he's not. So basically, her whole thing was like she has guns now. She has her own personal security. She's not fucking with Metro, and Metro can come to pick up the body. Basically, is what she's saying, and I totally feel that. Yeah, <laughs> but look, look, yeah, look. that was people that don't was understand <laughs> when you are defor- when you are when you're are defending your property. Like you just said, you can call Metro and say, come get the body. Quickly. It's staining the floor. Oh, you pulled it. Okay. So we're watching this video live as, or not live, but we're watching this like it's live on the pod. I don't want to watch the full two-minute video no, right no, now. No, no, of course not. That's what he kept saying. I have questions for you. Are you sure? Are you sure? What the fuck? 
Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a moment where that man should have left work and seized the threat, period. Put it, he he should have neutralized the threat, and people can say whatever they want. He should have come home immediately and neutralized the threat. And I don't know if he followed her driving or walking. No, walking. He said he, he, it was he walking. Was what she like, was she, she initially posted on Facebook, and my friend knows the the lady or whatever mm-hmm. but she posted on facebook she said she was walking home from work i guess she was walking yeah home. and he followed her and he even says in the video i followed her i'm trying to get to the girl in in the house i followed her okay oh wow because i was gonna say like if she was in her car okay well yeah I mean, but i would have to move after that because now you know my husband world. well i don't wa- i don't walk nowhere bro. right like, not even on anything bougie like i'm just too good i don't walk so i don't know what her situation is if they can afford a car or Uber, yeah. ubers or lyft or whatever this should be enough to get a gofundme going and she can get a car like i would honestly hope that she would start to go from if she doesn't have a car maybe she just works really close. no honestly she i hate could. to say it a lot of these people they feel safe in their neighborhoods. They feel untouchable because that's a thing. Mm-hmm. They feel untouchable. And just anybody listening, please look at your surroundings. A lot of people feel like, why would a kidnapper want me? Or why would somebody want to? We see all the time women of various looks. You know what I'm saying? Women that look different ways. You got some women you'll see on the news, gorgeous young woman, or some woman who's not that good looking and you know she's older you never know why you could be a target or what like that man he was crazy somebody crazy is not necessarily looking for somebody you know attractive or somebody pretty or somebody e- they're looking for an easy target so if i was are, just about to say a lot of times they're looking for the easiest it's easy target so let's say there's a, a pretty woman getting into her car and then a woman who mm, she's not my type but she's okay she's walking that's somebody that's more so they're gonna go after so see and I this is why Sorry, say your point. Uh, say your point, please, please, please. Oh, I was just going to say, I said all that to say was just be very vigilant. Even when I go out to my car to get something, if anybody was, like, watching me from afar or videotaping me, they would think I was a schizophrenic. I don't I like watching outside. videos live on the pod because I have to, like, digest it in that moment. I really, not only did I not have, not only had I not seen that video, I didn't know about this shit. When I tell you guys I'm so fucking bothered by that video, like, I'm I'm a firm believer in I'm trying to because I have so many women that are just around me. Fuck that door. We'll get that door fixed. Shoot through that door. Yeah. But Empty the fucking clip through that door. And that's and I, I stand by it. But can you do that? though? I don't I mean, know. I mean, I'm not saying I have would, no clue. That wouldn't stop me in the moment, but I don't know. Can But yeah, I have no clue. They're trying it, to no, get you can't I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I don't think you can. You cannot do that. You're going to go to jail. Any situation where he literally said. That what he was trying to do, I'm telling you, I'm neutralizing the threat, fam. I, I'm neutralizing I'm going to tell the judge straight up. Did you really? I would literally tell the judge, Your Honor, did you think I was going to let him enter my home? And in that, and honestly, you can't say that he wouldn't have broken down the door. So I don't. But yeah, that's don't know, what they're man. going to say, though. I, I don't know. And I don't think Las Vegas, I don't think the state of Nevada, I don't think we're a standard ground state, honestly. Are we? I think we all hold on. No, it had it, it has. They have to have a weapon. Damn. They have to have a weapon. If they have a weapon, even if they're leaving, you can do what you're doing. But they have to have a weapon. Let's see. Um, 
Nevada, no duty. No duty too. I won't say how I know, but I okay. heard from somebody that Un- that deals with that. And they said mm-hmm. that if they have a weapon, you are you can protect your home. Okay, well, it says under Nevada law, you may stand your ground hmm. without a duty to retreat if you are legally entitled to be where you are when deadly force was used and not engage in other criminal activity when deadly force was used. This shit sound like I can shoot through my motherfucking door. That's it my does. Sound you can't like shoot that. through your door. It's he has yeah, to be in he your house. He's or technically he has to be actively trying to get in. He is yeah. actively trying to get in. Nah, well, he, they're he, gonna say he's knocking they, on your door. If you watch that video, he's knocking. Yeah, and, and he's, he's ringing the doorbell. They, they're I mean, that's all cool. I'm just telling you, I'm shooting through the door. I totally understand the laws, and I know how fucked up it is that you can't do that. I would do it, and I would take whatever they have to feel, because I'm sure a jury would look at me crying in a courtroom and would be like, we really want to convict this woman. I highly doubt a jury no, would convict. Though. No, if juries. It, I would, would want to go through it. I would be like, take me to the jury. The you thing have, about the jury, are juries, doesn't get there. but juries are so fucked up because they choose people on purpose that will not find you not guilty. That's the problem. A lot of times they do. That that's literally their process. I've done Which it on I purpose before to just try and get on like in the jury. I literally lied. Tried to get into the I jury. literally lied to them, telling them the opposite of what I think, just so that I can be on there. They they want you to convict the person. Like that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Absolutely. And it's one of those things too to where like it, I, I was wondering, I looked this up too, in terms of like you just said, being a juror. If you go in, one of the questions that they ask you is, uh, are you impartial or t- to law enforcement or something like that? Mm-hmm. If you say that you've had any run-in with the law, they will not let you be a juror. But let you have family members that have gotten killed by black gangbangers, and there's a black man on trial. Yes. They want you to come down. Yes. That's why. But if you got bad cases with police and you got a fucking pol- uh, a, a, a police officer on the stand that fucking abuses his power, they'll never let you in. No. That's why unpopular opinion, I think Scott Peterson is innocent. <laughs> You've been saying this shit because for like Who is that? And who has talked to me Long about girl. it? Nobody. Like so. Peterson? No. Are you sick? She hasn't watched Friday or some shit. I don't no, know. no, no. She don't watch anything. Do you, know, do you remember Natalie Holloway? Who's Natalie Holloway? Anyway, the thing with the Scott Peterson jury was anybody that felt like he was not guilty, they got them out of there. They got them all the way out of there. And one woman, she, I don't know if she had, she had previous experience with something like the case, like something, something that where a a case like that would trigger her. You get what I Mm -hmm. mean? And so they picked her and put her on there. And she was just like, from the beginning of the trial, she was like, yeah, guilty. Don't care what y'all, what y'all got to say about it, whatever the case may be. But, yeah, that whole jury was fixated around making sure that only people on there thought that, you know, they were, you know, he was guilty. And the people that, when I was watching the documentary, the people that said he wasn't guilty, who I kept saying, like, what I would do if I was on that trial and everything. Man, you really don't know what you would do because – the people that said it, that he, they didn't think he was guilty based on the trial. Oh man, they got so many death threats. Oh, I wasn't like, now I'm free to say it because it's the old case. But back then, it was like that was he- that was that was heavy. Like you can't, you have to feel this way. You have to think he was. I guilty. mean, for what it's worth, right now, I'm not saying that he did not do it. I'm not saying that he did do it. I'm <laughs> not saying it's the same case. <laughs> but if a nigga say that I'm waiting to hear what the judge say about Tory Lanez, he's getting killed. It doesn't matter. He's yeah. getting killed. 
So a person, like you just said with, with the Scott Peterson thing, if you said Scott Peterson was, was not guilty, I said, like, even today, I said it still happens. I said, not saying it's the same scenario, right. but if a person says, I'm waiting to hear what the judge says about Tory Lanez, oh, you don't like women, let alone black women? Like, fam. Huh? All I said was wait. <laughs> All I said was wait. Um, Getting into music, uh, or t- I guess staying into music really quick, kind of talking about this is the third time we got to bring it up. Uh, they agreed to terms on Dr. Dre and his, uh, I don't even remember his wife's name. Mrs. Um, Dre. <laughs> That's what she finna be for the rest of her life if she want to keep that money. And I will be. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. want to be Mrs. Dre forever, then then you need to stay married to him. I don't I don't understand it. Um, we, We've talked about before the prenup and we've talked about just, it's always weird reporting on this, but we originally reported on, on what's it called? It's always weird reporting on uh divorces and stuff like that. Only reason why we reported on this is because the original askings of the divorce, I think it was what, wasn't it? I forgot what the number was for charitable donations, and that's the number that threw me off. Because it's like, you need six figures for charitable donations, then do it. Like, go make some money and go give to charity. You literally want him to give you money she, yearly so she can write it to off. give to charity. So like, she can write it off. We all know what it's for, and that's why it just didn't make sense to me. So, like I told people before, prenups are never cut and dry. Ever. Like, would you guys ever sign a prenup? I would. Caprice, would you sign a prenup? Would I say? It depends on what it says. Are you open to signing a prenup? Yeah, depending on what it says, yeah. I was talking to somebody who told me that, that she wasn't getting married with a prenup, and she was, like, dead ass about it. And then all of a sudden it switched, and she was like, well, I mean, if I'm the millionaire, why does it change? Because she the one out for money. <laughs> I was like, why does it change? I'm not signing a prenup that leaves me with nothing. That's why women fuck up Like when you see these movies and they're left with nothing. They signed a prenup that said, hey, if we get divorced, you don't get shit. And they, ha-ha, sign it, because I just love you. And then. Yeah, but them also be the ones that don't got yeah. shit for themselves or don't have no ambition and just literally just sitting at home. I mean. Yeah, exactly. So they 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 are the ones that will. In, they, if you're, of course, they ain't got no. But if you're dumb enough to sign that, I probably doubt you're probably about to be sitting at home doing anything else. Women like that expect that nothing will ever go wrong, and that I'll just always be married, so everything is okay. Okay, did anybody ever find out what she did for a living? Who? His wife. Can somebody give me her name? She's Mrs. Drake. So <laughs> what was I saying? You were talking about you talking about that they had no ambition and everything else, and then or she said that the oh, women that yes, have that have no ambition. Yeah, exactly. so That's why I said, does anybody know what she does? No, what I was trying to get to about the signing the prenup. As long as I'm not getting left with nothing, like let's say I, I marry a man, he has some money, and the prenup says if we get divorced, no matter who initiates it, you get the house, you get the car, and you get let's say I get a lump sum money and you get five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, or whatever the case, based on, like, what he makes. He could be a millionaire and, and put five million. So let's just say I get five mil, the house, and the car, and that's not shit to him because he's a millionaire. I'll be cool with that, bro. You and mean this you leave, I get five whole million, keep this house and the car? And this is why we ate earlier, and we were discussing while we were eating the specifics of, the, of prenups in general, how every prenup is going to be super specific. And how I told you before – that is what this one had. Like when you were saying that she should have negotiated for more, she did. I don't. And everybody's saying that she's she's her own attorney and she's all of these different things. 
I don't know how much people want to keep saying that because the original prenup, based on all the reports that I saw, was that she would get one of the homes, she would get two of the cars, she would get whatever the month, whatever the, the, the uh, almost an allowance. That's how the shit feels to me. Um, whatever the alimony, whatever all of these payments were. And she was like, cool, this is what we're acting off of. Until Dr. Dre and his team highlighted, yeah, you get all of this if I divorce you. You're divorcing me. Therefore, this prenup is null and fucking void. So everybody that was talking about, oh, he should have just gave her what he gave her on the prenup, she should have realized what the fuck she was signing. That was brilliant on this fucking part. Same thing, like, remember how everybody asked me during the, 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 the Will Smith shit and everybody thought the shit sounded crazy? I told you guys, I'm not in the business of sharing a spouse. I don't see a vision in which I would share a spouse. However, I also don't have the businesses and the money that Will and Jada have. If Will and Jada wanted to separate, it may be cheaper to not get divorced. So I find it funny that people are looking at these celebrity situations and wondering how they got there. These people aren't making these millions, in Dr. Dre's case, billions of dollars, and they don't have their fucking ducks in a row. Dr. Dre was never going to divorce that woman. Therefore, he had no problem drawing that fucking prenup up. When Larsa Pippen did what she did and everybody was wondering why Scotty wasn't doing anything, these are the reasons why. They don't always have to be reasons that are in your face. I just think it's, I think the shit is nuts. Like, I still think 300000 every month is fucking ridiculous. People just got to know what they're signing, man. Shit, that ain't my money, so shit, you can pay it. Shit, pay it, whatever. But like I said before, because um, a lot of people was like, oh, 300000 is still a lot, da da da, da. Yeah, $3.6 million to Dr. Dre? It's not much. It's still money, yes, but it's not the end-all, be-all from him, for him. But like I said as well, since he's doing that, I don't know what Dr. Dre is doing behind the scenes, but if he told her, you got to go buy your own home, you get this one vehicle, you get, and I'm only paying it for it for this year, or whatever the case may be, whatever parameters he gave her moving forward, I don't want to hear shit about. I don't understand why, you said that the, main important, the most important thing is to know what you're signing. That while that is important, like I said, too, I think it's more important to and I think in this case, it's more important to know your business. The same thing that I said the first time I brought this up, if y'all think Dr. Dre is going to go through this and not know his business. Oh, don't you have to pay taxes on what she gets? So isn't she really getting only half of that? That I don't know because it is California. Like, I wonder all types of specifics. I wonder if she can't leave California. You already told me she can't be in a relationship and she and domestic partnership. Like you no, told me no, all types of shit. She can't be in a domestic partnership. She can, she can have a boyfriend as long as it's not proven that it's a domestic partnership. That's where he's not helping her financially. Basically, he don't even. He could be helping her financially if he can hide it. If y'all share. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Address, he can't help her financially. Yeah, it can't be on paper. So nothing on paper. So they can't be on the rent together. They can't Dr. Dre's a type of nigga. You better not be seen with another male. Because well, Dr. Dre would be like, "Who is that? Is that family? Is that blood? No, cut ties. Cut it." Cut the check. <laughs> That's the last one. Like, fam. Like, she can only be outside with cousins and shit now. Like, this shit is ridiculous. 
<laughs> You're fucking stupid. Oh, and I just want to get back to before I Let Caprice get her her fucking oh. annoy us Caprice. <laughs> Let Kanice get her bullshit statement out too cuz she keeps saying that's fine with her. <laughs> You're fine with going out with only cousins? Yep. 300,000 a month and my cousin. She's going to be on an <laughs> island somewhere. She said 300,000 a month and my cousin. It. She going to get boy toys that don't speak English. Exactly. That's so it. what Big Sean say? <laughs> you know what bar I'm talking about. <laughs> what do you say? One cook, one clean. The other PMSing. I'm not. I'm, Big Sean has so many bars. I was thinking about the one where he was like, uh, he was like, he was like, your boyfriend be gone, uh, beyond gay. My food is picante. He was going through when he was, uh, this is on Detroit. It was a separate song when he was saying, uh, um, my Spanish girl scream no mas. My Greek girl scream opa, and all the black girl scream don't stop. I forgot which fuck that's in. Um, faded off of that brown. We can take shots of that white. Realest niggas around. Tell me, would you like it? Would you like it if I let you call me big? I, I can take I you to the D. I can show you where I live. How It Feel. The record is called How It Feel, and it's from Detroit. I had to rap the whole fucking chorus in my head just now. Sorry about that, guys. But it's on uh, How It Feel. He was going through different uh, different uh, nationalities and the sounds that they make during sex, which was the fucking bar, by the way. I'm going to have to find the song. But what <laughs> I wanted to say before I forget, because we were just talking about it, was the, um, the Stand Your Ground Law here. I knew I lived in the right state. So, yes, you can. Yeah. You can here in Atlanta, here in Atlanta, they have some of the uh, Castile doctrine. And the final twist to the self-defense law in Nevada: there is one exception where deadly force may be used to defend property. It is called the Castile doctrine, under which is it is acceptable to use deadly force in your home if you reasonably believe an intruder is attempting to commit a felony. Now I know that said in your home. I kept reading. And then it said people have the legal right to force, including deadly force, to protect an occupied home occupied vehicle from a seemingly dangerous intruder. That sounds like I can shoot through my motherfucking door. So I live in the right state. But not every state has that. So yes, in other Very states, true. yeah. But guess what? I get to shoot through my motherfucking door out here. So if she wanted to, she could have blew his head away and went home. And called the police to get that Come body off this the fucking front body porch. Up. And I would have had the law up too. Castile. For what it's worth, too, I think anytime anybody deals with police, you should have your, you should have legal documentation up. Because I love when when people say when cops say certain things and they reference a point, and you tell them actually no, you can only do X, Y, and Z, or you can opt to do X, Y, and Z unless I'm under arrest, and then cops kind of just look at each other. Yeah, I'm right. Go ahead and fucking type on your little computer. I'm right, guns. bro. It's gonna be right next to my guns, gun, and the law where I can use it. The best thing to arm yourself is education. Um, oh, I mentioned Nip earlier, and there's no way in hell I'm going to mention this and not say congratulations to the Hustle Man. Congratulations to the Hustle family for Nip getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. While we appreciate it, we love it, I wonder how long it would have took Nip to get one if he was still here. I'm appreciative that he has it. But similar to BET, when they did what they did after Nip passed, I wonder how long it would have took if he was still here. Um, I don't think it would have happened for 
I don't know if you're going to allow Nip to bring Kabi and Jay Stone and Pac-Man and the rest of who we want to Hollywood Boulevard. To, I don't know if you guys want that aesthetic. It's easier. Let's not. Let's be real. It's easier that he's no longer here for them to do all that. Like it's you bullshit. said. The Grammys did it. It's the, bullshit. You, him actually pulling up and actually aesthetic of him and the homies, bro, they, that's not the look that they want. That's not, there was a lot, I mean, yeah. Somebody said it before, and I don't want to, and not to put that energy out there towards her, Nicki Minaj, we talked about Nicki, the queen. Nicki, we, we, we went through this Grammy talk, and you were shocked when you mentioned Nicki, and I shook my head no. It was almost one of those questions that you thought you knew the answer until you heard it. And you looked at me and was like, Nicki doesn't have a Grammy? No, Nicki Minaj does not have a Grammy. I was listening to something recently where somebody said that, God forbid, if anything happened to Nicki, it's all types of Lifetime Achievement Awards, all types of star Hollywood Star Walk of Fame, all of these different awards when she's not here to pop her shit afterwards. Are you guys fearful that you, that he would have went up there and did exactly what Snoop did? First of all, I want to thank me, because without this, none of this is possible. It's the fucking truth. Yeah, it's convenient to do certain things when people have passed away. You can say you support something all you want, and it's easier to say you support something when they're no longer here. Nip was actually doing stuff, you know, for the community and all kind of stuff, and, you know, so... Were they as supportive like during that time? No. You didn't see no, nobody coming out to the hood to help Nip or no no shout outs, no none of that. But now that he you know he's no longer here, it's easier to say, Oh yeah, what he was doing was so great. And where was where was all this coverage before though? You you talked about it before and that's what's so funny because a lot of the coverage that we used to always get, one of the best videos that we have of Nip right now. Excuse me, long live the legend. Um, I've said this before. I don't. I refer to one homegirl as Crip. Nip is the only other, I think, person that. Like I've said it before, my favorite color is red and or green. Blue is not one of my favorite colors. We know where when you grow up, where you grow up, people, even if they know you're not involved, they know you're not involved. Ain't gonna catch this nigga in blue. But the way that I play Nip, the interactions that I've had with Nip, like I said, that's I say it all the time. We miss you, Crip. Because what gets me is Caprice, you talk about it all the time. Niggas have lost sight of what game banging is. We see what just happened to that poor young man over the Nipsey mural. Indian Red name. Boy. Yeah, Indian Rest Red in Boy. peace. Um, just as a whole, game banging is not what it originally started as. Well, definitely. The original because it was protecting the neighborhood. Um, And that's what's just so interesting to me because, th- like I said, we can do this about Nip all day long. But when you mentioned where was this coverage before, you notice it in Nip's demise and Nip's passing. One of the best videos that we have, they, it, they people tried to make it weird for whatever they did, but they said reach for a handshake, got a hug. 
the video of Nip walking out of Masterburger and seeing somebody, and they put him on camera, they reach out for a handshake, and Nip put his arm around him. That's where that coverage was, Caprice. When you ask where that coverage has been, it's always been circulated in the hood. No, yeah, in the hood. No, I'm, oh, I'm answering your question. Right, in the hood. Never nationally. So that's why I said, like I said, I'm appreciative that Nip is getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But don't think that we don't notice. That's it. And my only thing is, when he gets that, I understand you're going to let Lauren talk. You need to let his mom talk. You need to let Black Sam talk. You need to let his niggas talk, too. You need to let the community talk, too. I'll mention another another big crip real quick. Let me go ahead and, of course, shout out Uncle Snoop, the legend. Um, He is now, and I want to get this official uh, wording correct, he has now joined Def Jam as an executive and a strategic consultant. First thing that went through my mind was 2 chains. I hope Snoop helps 2 chains. That's all I'm going to say. I hope that 2 chains is that fight was insane. Macy Barber and Miranda Maverick just fought to a split decision win that Macy Barber took. That fight was insane. Um they're going to fight again later on down the line, trust me. They got, they got the little they got the girl cauliflower ears. <laughs> It's still cauliflower. I know, but you know, it's a little different to their girls. Hers look different. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the girl cauliflower ears. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh, so yeah. Shout out to Snoop. Uh, I will be honest and say that I listen to Joe Budden. Right. I talk about Joe Budden all the fucking time. I've told this story about Joe Budden, uh, or my brother listening to Joe as a kid, when, or when as a teenager, and I was a kid, and I was like, man, this dude can rap. This dude can rap. Like, I wonder why he can't get like a big one why he couldn't get the big one pump it up came out and i was like damn where where's the rest and then i get older i learn music and i find out about def jam i find out about joe def jam has messed up in a lot of areas and had some golden opportunity golden opportunities to put knowledgeable people in seats and they haven't done it this is the only thing that scares me about this one. Caprice, help me out with this. Kanish, you, you know a little bit about music. Maybe you can help me out too. I don't want to be off with this assertion or assertion and or assessment. Caprice, you were with me recently when, were you with me? I did a Snoop set. You weren't with me? Damn. I did a Snoop set recently. I thought somebody was with me. And I played just a bunch of Snoop. And I played from doggy style to West, or to, I almost said uh, Westside Connection, to Eastsider Snoop, to Blue Carpet Treatment. Like, I went everywhere with Snoop. And I was like, damn, like, I could do this for another two hours if I wanted to, just spin Snoop records. Do you think that this generation knows the musical legacy of Snoop Dogg? I don't even know what I mean, which is more fucking disturbing than anything. Well, well any, whenever, whenever, personally, whenever I say this generation, I'm typically talking about, well, oh, I guess I shouldn't say typically, because sometimes this generation is like people that are younger than us. So our generation 
So I guess that would be it would be better more proper if I say our generation when referring to my people. So I guess All right. this generation I got cousins would be, that are like 15, 16, 17 right now. I'm I'm gonna fuck around and call one. I'm gonna call one in a second. Cause I don't do you think that the that 15, 16, 17 year olds right now understand what Snoop meant to music? As I have a six-year-old brother, and I think he does. Like I'm just worried because the reason why I, I, I didn't hear anybody in no, – no, Roddy Rich is around our age, but he's younger than us. Roddy Rich and lower. Little baby and below. I didn't see anybody in that age range get excited about Snoop going over to Def Jam. Like I saw, like you said, my generation and my brother yeah, get excited about Well, then no, if you put it like that. Yeah, as a general consensus for like this generation just in general, no, it's probably anything about Snoop is probably like not that relevant to them. Because mm-hmm. they're like, they're like, cool, it's Snoop. They're like, that's old school. Nigga, that's Snoop. Yeah, that's like, old school though. And, and you know what's funny, Caprice? You think they feel that, and this is kind of, I'm going to try to make a slight correlation, guys. If you listen to the radio show, you know what I'm doing here. Caprice, can I borderline say that Snoop is Shaq's status? Like, Shaq has created another avenue with NBA uh, on TNT where he's an analyst. He's funny. He's on social media. Uh Snoop is a DJ out here in Vegas. Snoop is in the cannabis. Snoop is on shows with Martha Stewart. Snoop is doing, um, ah, fuck, I forgot the the gangst what is the the gangster network new whatever the hell that was he was doing that for a little bit he's inter- he's uh announcing boxing could it be possible that this gener or the generation that we were just talking about the younger generation up under us that they view Shaq as they that they, they don't know how dominant Shaq was as a player do you think that that's kind of the same realm that Snoop is in now yeah, like Snoop so. has opened up so many different avenues it's like you didn't. You didn't realize that he may have the greatest rap album ever. Yeah, I think even some people from our generation don't realize Shaq was that guy. No, yeah, Talk your shit. I, I'm just saying because I mean, shit. let's I don't. be honest. When like the Shaq shoes were Payless, like nobody's gonna wear them Shaq shoes. She just says she don't. She don't know Shaq or I know Shaq, but I just. I almost started. I almost started giving like a full look. Shaq was seven one or is seven one. Played at 360 pounds at times. Shaq has won four NBA championships. Shaq has won. Absolutely. Shaq has won defensive player of the years. Shaq is, to be that big at 7'1 and 360, if I showed you some Shaq highlights, you would say no fucking way. Yeah, you're that guy. For Shaq to run 94 feet off of a block and then catch a lob on the other end. But people see him now and they see him talking about Giannis needs to work on his free throws. People will look at Shaq and be like, "Oh, you shot fifty four percent from the free throw line." Talk about the rest that I, the rest of the shit that I did too. Shaq, we we went over triple doubles, which um, is getting double digits in three different categories. So most of the time, it happens in points, rebounds, and assists. Big guys usually don't pass the ball that much. They're putting the ball up. Shaq had a triple double. Shaq had forty one points, seventeen rebounds, and twelve blocks. Just to put that into perspective, people average, if you're good, you average two blocks a game. Shaq had 12 in one game. (laughs) Kobe's, God bless the dead. Kobe has always said, if Shaq cared, Shaq would be the greatest basketball player to ever lace him up. But he, he, he played with Shaq. 
for seven years, I believe, and he said Shaq was the laziest motherfucker in the world. Because Shaq was 7'1 and 360 and was that good at basketball, Shaq didn't work. So that was Kobe's whole thing. Imagine if Shaq worked. So I say all of that to say that there's people that are watching Shaq on TV right now that don't realize Shaq was the best player in the league for years. Yeah, I agree. So I don't, I don't know if – People forget. Right. I'm not saying that Def Jam didn't make the right move, but in terms of that, you would, uh, you would, you would question if they made a move. It's still it, – as much as I like the move, it's still showing a move that's slightly out of touch because you know what you could have did with that position? I just said I think this position for Snoop helps 2 chains the most. 2 chains is that Def Jam. If you make 2 chains that he's active, he's a little more active in music right now. He has infl- or he has t- he's had ties, not good ties, to Ludacris and Disturbing the Peace. He had ties to Lil Wayne and Cash Money. He has ties to uh Ross. So it's just like you could have put Rick Ross in that position. Ross is probably going to rob you blind. Ross is going to make sure that you pay him probably double what Snoop is asking. But even then, um, other music topics. Does anybody know about the XXL freshman cover? I think I'm officially there, guys. Nope. I don't think I know nobody. I do. I know Coily Ray. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I, know, I know DDG. That's what you sound like. So you hate Migos, you hate Dej Loaf, you hate Coily Ray, you hate the baby. Is that you, how you, you pronounce her name? Dej Loaf? No. Yeah, you Coily said it right. Coily Ray. Oh, yeah. I didn't Coily know that. I never Ray. said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, you named, you just named very subpar people. Yeah. They're not very talented. What the fuck, bro? Sweetie up there, too. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on her. She's pretty. I was talking about her yesterday. Uh, What's wrong with her? It, she had some song that came on the radio, and it was like a, a kid's, one of our uh, girls' thing that we used to play when we were younger. I don't, I can't remember what. It, I was like, what like the a Bratz doll or a troll no, 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 doll? No, like it shit? was like like um a saying how we would be like the hand games, like uh, so it was like something like I that. Know what like talking about what what was it? You know what song I'm talking about though? It was some song, and I was like, oh my god, what is this? The only hand games I remember girls playing in school: slide, concentration. No, so no, like no. no. It was I like a saying. I, I can't think of it because I, I don't keep up. I don't listen. I don't press play. But <laughs> you're I, a dick, bro. No, I mean, <laughs> you have been rude all day. No, because music. You know what I'm talking about, though. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of. It's bothering me. It's gonna bother me. But yeah, you're listening. It'll probably come to you. No, won't. Stop putting me in this. I I don't listen to Sweetie. But no, um, yeah, I, know, I, I do know. listen to Dej Loaf, and you're stop being disrespectful. Oh, hey, pause, Larry, June, all this Dej, what's up, bro? No disrespect, but ooh, dude, I gotta skip them songs. But yeah. Oh, Larry June with Dej. Yeah. Like so clearly, she's good at music. If your man like her, like her, and I don't. Yeah, cause you like Dirk a lot, and Dirk loves Dej Loaf. And I have to skip any project that she's with him. That's fucking crazy. I just, yeah, I can't my ears. Oh, Moray. I know Moray from the double uh, XL freshman cover. I don't. I think I'm getting to that age, guys, where like my cousins gonna have to tell me. I don't be knowing about this. I told you my my middle schoolers put me on King Von. God bless the dead. Um. Oh, so let's do this really quick. Let's get into it. Have you guys heard anything about uh, Rolling Loud no. in Miami right now? I mean, I mean, I know it's there. The world is slowly opening back up. Uh. It's slowly shutting down again, too. And that's where I was going. And it's slowly heading back in the direction of shutting back down. Um, I don't know if this is just, like, 
the world giving us signs. But the Rolling Loud stage collapsed before anybody took to it. I'm going to say that one more time for both of y'all because y'all are both on y'all phones right now. No, that's yeah. great. I'm trying to I find the sweetie song. The stage crashed before the niggas was even on the stage. <laughs> that's great. I'm still going to repeat it. The Rolling Loud stage collapsed before anybody took to it. I don't know who believes in omens, but I do. And Rolling Loud is always one of them festivals to begin with. If you go, it's like, uh, I hope shit do not pop off here. If I'm at Rolling Loud... And before somebody comes out, the stage implodes. Oh, Rolling Loud was this weekend. I think I'm out. <laughs> I think I'm out. Yes. That's why oh, I'm saying what, what I'm saying. Okay. That I'm, I think I'm out. That's, that was my entire point of bringing this up. If that stage collapses, and I'm already unsure whether we should be outside right now, guess who's taking his ass back inside? <laughs> yeah, <I already> don't <laughs> where, are you, where are y'all going to stand? I already don't want to be around uh, <coughs> too many people right now. But yeah, them stages, yeah, they really got to be careful because that can end. How many people y'all think got fired? That for that stage, I don't know. It could have not been anybody's fault. It's somebody's fault. Trust me. If there was, a, if if the baby was up there and that shit imploded, the baby would make sure that it's somebody's fault. Well, yeah, somebody's I mean, getting I sued. Know, I don't know how. I don't. It could. My whole thing is I don't know how it works. So I don't know if maybe it was a faulty material. Maybe somebody put it on correctly, but it's faulty. So I don't. I don't know that. And I don't think the weather was crazy. Like, have you seen anything? I don't think it's like raining, no wind. I don't see nothing. I haven't seen nothing crazy. Um, we're gonna end this probably with some television. So we, we got didn't even talk. About, damn, we talked about nothing but music. That's what about all Cosby? That was literally next on my list. Oh, I did have uh, like Soldier Boy and um, Bow Wow. It's been quite some time since we did that versus. Oh, yeah. But I know Soldier Boy and Love you, Big Draco. <laughs> I know. All I'm gonna say, by the way. Bow Wow won. I love Soldier Boy. Um, I love Bow Wow too. I love Bow Wow won and it wasn't close. <laughs> Bow Wow won and it wasn't close. So to everybody who okay, had but Soldier Boy was number one on Billboard. That was on TikTok Billboard. Charts. That was the TikTok charts. Okay, it was number one though. That nigga Soldier Boy said on Billboard. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, <laughs> I, I love the way that they did it, and I think we're gonna see it again with Dipset and the Locks because Jim Jones is gonna be there. And anybody that's standing across from Jimmy, he wants your head. So it, you're, we're going to see that same banter. But I think uh, Soulja Boy and Bow Wow did it right. They're friends, but they got in there and they gave you every sense of the feeling that they were not friends. They got in there and was like, fam, you ain't, I ain't heard you on radio in 12 years. And Bow Wow was like, and I still have classics. So what does that mean? Oh, yeah, she make it clap, clap. Clap. She make it clap. I like fucking that record. It's a I fucking like it. record. It's a record. All I'm gonna say is Bow Wow won, obviously, and the Bow Wow slander once again will not be tolerated. Um, <laughs> and I'm definitely not gonna let uh, this pass. But I, I can't be this guy to and, and to have this media company and pitch being black and being black in the marketplace, especially, and uh, ignore something like this. Charlemagne the God was just recently blessed with a new show. And his new show is called The God's Honest Truth. And for lack of a better term, and I don't want it to, I'm waiting to see it. But based on the way that it was described to me in that article, it looks a lot like State of the Union. Or State of the, uh, is State of the Union? Isn't that State of the Culture? Thank you. State of the Culture 
um, with Joe Button on Revolt. It sounds a lot like that. Charlemagne's new show is called The God's Honest Truth, and he will give you his God's Honest Truth about different topics that are going on in pop culture. That sounds a lot like state of the culture to me. But more money for black people, so I'm always for the shit. Get your dollar however you got to get to it. Uh, Caprice, you want to go to Cosmo? Let, let me first ask Kanish. Have you heard anything? Do you know that he was in jail? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that Cosby was in jail. No, I'm, this is. Okay. Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby. He was in jail. Did you know that? <laughs> Please. <laughs> let me find out. Let me yes. find out. Yes, yes, okay. yes. I knew he was in jail. Did you know that he was, he's released? Char- charges. I've I seen some things of about it on Twitter, more than likely from what you have retweeted. <laughs> You're on Twitter? I follow um the podcast. Do you all follow me? Fuck the podcast. All I was gonna say was um <laughs> the obviously the the case is nasty. The allegations is nasty. Uh, is nasty. I'm not siding with him saying he's guilty. Saying he's not guilty. My thing was on Twitter or all really social media in general, just a selective outrage. I don't take anybody seriously that's actually mad about that situation and oh it's so sick. wow he's such a rapist and da da da. But y'all listen to Kodak. But mm-hmm. y'all will watch a movie with James Franco. Morgan Freeman is not canceled. These are all men who have active sexual allegations from several women. James Franco just paid out on a sexual allegation issue. My whole thing was... Wasn't Drake Bell messing with kids? Drake Bell. Ugh, that's so gross. Drake Bell just <laughs> c- caught a charge for messing with um, a minor, which... We know most of them stars go through that themselves and their kids, and unfortunately they turn into a predator. But anyway, just a selective outrage. People choosing to be mad over one thing, but then not canceling the next artist. Don't, Co- don't, I was about to say, don't get away from the Cosby point. I do want your, your feelings on Cosby, too. Okay, So yeah. say your general point and then still get back to Cosby. Oh, okay, well, that kind of was my general point. I don't. Okay, so get to Cosby. Now. The, uh, it's a messy thing. I'm not because you know people. You're victim blaming. Are you saying right, he's? Right. Are you saying that he's not guilty? You saying he didn't do it? I'm not gonna say he didn't do that. I just think that during that time, there were a lot of people taking quaaludes and having sex parties. So that doesn't that doesn't mean <coughs> that he didn't you know do it. I'm not saying well you could have a sex party and then go rape somebody else. I know that. But one of the questions they did ask him that was, like, impending on the case was, did you ever um, have quaaludes, basically, like, with the intention of giving them to a woman? And he said yes. But it was later found out, like, his attorney said he was confused by the question. And at first I said, well, how could you be confused? But then I thought about it. Well, yeah, he probably was confused because he probably thought, well, yeah, the party I was giving it to her. Like, I was handing it to her. I wasn't, like, sneaking it to her. I was handing it to her. Um, and I didn't listen to all the women's testimonies. I know one woman said he handed her her she was having allergies or a headache, and he handed her something and told her to make her feel good, and she took it. And the whole the whole thing surrounding that was so did he force you to take it? Did you 
so you took it and it, it doesn't need to be forced if you slip it in my drink regardless. If you hand me a cup and you drug the cup, no, yeah, I'm not talking about drug, no, I'm talking about handing her the pill. Like she oh. said, he handed her the actual. It was like two pills, and he he said it uh make her feel better. It it help her. I whatever. still feel like that's so, a charge. Like no, <laughs> right, I and I agree, but no. with all the I don't know if it is. I said I feel like it's. You one. need to hold people accountable. Like why are you just taking taking are random people? pills? Yeah, yeah. So that's my true. point. So no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. You know, you making bad decisions. You deserve to be raped, or whatever. Co- Never like, mind. Not <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Never mind. But from a lot of the few allegations that I have heard, it s- just is messy because it, it just sounds. I know someone were saying they were like it was given to them in secret. I, you know, so I not speaking on those women, but but the ones that were saying, well, like he handed it to me. It's it's just hard to say <laughs> that years later maybe you don't want to admit you were partying hard you know what i'm saying and at the same time too janice dickinson and i this is why like i said i i brought up uh jesse smollett before uh i would never hear that name the same because of dave Chappelle. um but at the end of the day it's a it's, it's a trickle down effect regardless and i think I'm going to bring up Janice Dickinson only because she came out and told her story, whatever the, the, the Bill Cosby allegation was, and it sounded eerily familiar to, like, two or three other stories. They added Janice Dickinson to the list, and I think that this just doesn't get talked about enough. Maybe because Janice Dickinson is fucking crazy and just everybody wrote her off as just being a nutso. But she came out and said that she lied about Bill. And when everybody asked why... For lack of a better reason, Janice essentially said, I don't know. And then everybody just took Janice's name from the list and just continued on with the shit. That needs to be talked about more. Yeah, what's unfortunate about that, too, when... When women lie about a situation like that, it discredits all the women, and it's it's really hard to decipher. So I guess I, I just stand on... I don't know what happened. I don't know all the facts of the case. I know there were allegations. If he did that, that's disgusting. I don't think he should be free. I didn't, like, read enough about the case. Just that there were allegations and women, you know, saying that he did this. My whole point in the whole thing was people were just really upset about it because it was something to be upset about. Nobody really cares. Because if you actually cared, you would take that seriously in all aspects. Like I mentioned the other celebrities that have been – um, accused of sexual assault. Am I not going to watch a movie because James Franco's in it? I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not, you know? Am I going to cut off a Kodak song? Well, I don't really listen like that. But I'm, am I going to go out of my way to cut it off because he comes on? I, you know, I'm, I can't say that I will. So I feel like people cancel people when it's convenient for them. I just had this Absolutely. discussion with you. It's, if you. Let's be real. It's 2021. What the canceling Bill Cosby is doing? What not watching the Bill Cosby show? What uh, it what doesn't other air thing, anywhere anyway. What other thing are you doing that is canceling him? It's hard talking shit to, about him on Twitter. Yeah, it's hard to cut off your favorite rapper and never listen to Kodak again. It's hard to never watch a movie with Morgan Freeman again. It's hard to never watch a movie with James Franco. By the way, when you mention that Morgan Freeman thing, I would also mention that you can't support Twenty One Savage Savage Mode Two because it's narrated by Morgan Freeman. Right, so that's why it's just laughable when people, they have so much to say about that case <laughs> when you don't really care who you support. I've said what I've said before in the past, and my favorite, in terms of 
greatest rapper of all time, in my opinion, is Tupac Shakur. And Tupac has a very checkered past. It, it, it is what it is. What that should tell you is that there are a lot of fucking sick people in this world, period, of all walks of life. The um the director of a bunch of Disney movies was this pedo man. Like, to be honest, like if we actually wasn't calling Pac sick either. By the way, West if Coast. we actually um oh X Men, forget about that. That director's a rapist. Forget about that. In reality, Rick and Morty. If we actually canceled and did not support any of the <coughs> things that were in relation with sexual assault, we would have this much of entertainment. Li- quite the other side. There you go. There, up, there, there you go. There you go. It w- it w- it wouldn't be a lot. So my whole <laughs> thing was, it sucked. Like if that, ha- I don't want to say it sucked. If he did those things, that was horrible. And people were so shocked, and I don't know why. Because at the end of the day, rapists get out of prison every day. Like you get more time For selling drugs. coke and drugs and all that stuff than you do as a rapist. So I never or touching kids. Yeah, I never. To be honest, I thought that he was going to get out even if he did that that i've been shown by society that's interesting they don't care if they can find i didn't think loophole, he was getting out i knew they were going to find a loophole i didn't think i, I didn't think that were. the thing that got me and that it kind of flipped me out and this is where everybody's brain goes to something different uh Kanish, you can end this and tell me where your brain went but when i heard that he got released the first thing that i went to was oh so who else is getting Bill's not the only one. There's going to be a lot of nasty men who we put away over the last four or five years that are going to get out in the next year or two. Yeah, definitely. Period. So we've been sh- we've been shown that sexual assault and rape is not deemed the worst crime. And once they already had women who they found out were lying about it, that already messed up the case. Any lawyer, any judge will tell you, even if you're innocent to the core, once you get witnesses lying, uh, yeah, that can, you might as well damn near throw the whole case away. Absolutely, because so it's I hard to tell. That when they were catching women lying, I knew that they would eventually find some type of loophole. Um, well, remember the dad from Seventh Heaven? He's a pedophile, and he's not in jail. So that's why that's ABC why the whole, quickly got yeah, away from that the one. whole outrage around it, it was just, I guess, like, I understand, like, yeah, you should be mad about it, but it, it's just, like, are we really surprised? Like, turn on your we need to put these, uh We need to put these, ne- these networks on Front Street. That was ABC Family. That is now Freeform. So if oh, you, okay. if you guys stand by something, you guys got to get away from Freeform as well because they they – I don't want to say they uh, had a hand in that, but they definitely didn't neutralize the threat um, when they had the opportunity to do so. I don't want to go from one comedian to another, but that's kind of what I'm going to do. Let's talk really quick about Kevin Hart's fatherhood movie. Fatherhood movie? Okay. Oh, wait, one more disclaimer about the Cosby thing. I did not one time say that man was innocent, and I did not one time say he was guilty. Um Fatherhood. You said, Um, wait, what? Say that again? I said a disclaimer about Bill Cosby during my whole you know, speaking, I did not say one time that I thought he was innocent, and I did not say that I thought he was guilty. Yeah, didn't say either of either those. Either way. So, yes, if you want. Um, fatherhood. Did you see Fatherhood on Netflix? With, um, I Hart? don't like Kevin Hart. Well, he's just not funny to you? No. He's okay. never been funny to you? He's very corny in general to me. I think once he cheated on his wife, I just... Uh, okay, so I don't want to say... Nah, I don't want to be that guy to be like, so go before he cheated on his wife. But, no. in all seriousness... <laughs> 
all seriousness, in all seriousness, for real, for real. Um, have you ever seen uh, his stand-up, I'm a Grown Little Man? No. You should go watch that because that came out right after Soul Plane, I think. And that was one of the ones that kind of had people looking at him like, who, who is this guy? I like, I'm a Grown Little Man is one of his first classic stand-ups. And it was one of the ones where he's standing up there and he's pointing at people like, is that your lady? Like, he's, you could tell he's literally interacting with, it's not the same Kevin Hart. He's corny. And that's why, in your defense, I look at Kevin Hart now and I'm like, ah, I sense the corny, uh, uh, like, living room comedy. I get that. Some Kevin Hart, at the same time, too, I got to understand. Same thing with Will Smith. I love Will Smith. You also have a fan base now that is a 55-year-old white woman. Who? Whoever this person is. I was talking about Will Smith, but oh. now we're talking about Kevin Hart. Now you are not just making sal your salacious comedy for people that watch Soul Plan, which are people that are like us. You get what I'm saying? So now when he's doing Let Me Explain, I'm not going to hold you. I laughed at Let Me Explain. The one right after that? What, na what, what next? I sat there with a straight fucking face and said, I can't, I can't get with it, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about my driveway is so long that I have to. I can't relate. Relatable. That's I don't know what you're talking about. Because it was relatable. And it was, I would like to see She's more. She's trying to get us back on topic, and yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to get you back on, on Kevin. But in, in order to kind of talk about it, what she was getting to, uh, the movie Fatherhood. It's funny. I like it's it. It's not a. It's not a comedy. Like, it's not solely a comedy. I yeah, say. It's, it's a dramedy. It's a dramedy. Because so it's definitely, he can't do it just a drama. And I'll stand by that. I cannot watch a movie where he's being serious the whole time. And this time. is why, like I said, I, Kevin Hart needs to try. And no, he don't. I think Kevin Hart needs to try. <laughs> no, baby, you don't. Keep doing what because you're doing. at the end of the day, let me not do this. And <laughs> and, and, I, and I could at. be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I am open to being wrong. Let's just talk about movies. I don't watch the most movies, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna go to my favorite comedian. And I've watched a lot of shit that Bernie Mac has been in. Okay. Let's go to the Players Club. Right. Let's go to Friday. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Soul Men. Bernie Mac didn't have to take a serious role. You get what I'm saying? Bernie Mac never gave us the indication that he wanted to be treated seriously. Kevin Hart has. Oh, no, and I think Bernie could do a serious That's role. my point exactly. But my can. only issue is Bernie wasn't going around saying, treat me like more than a comedian. Kevin is. But he's such so a be joke. an actor. So oh. this is, and this is why, like I said, I'm going to be happy in saying that I disagree with everybody who has something negative to say about this movie. Kevin well, yeah, Hart did a great fucking job. And I don't mean the funny parts. I mean the serious parts. Right. And that's why I'm saying I agree. <laughs> but I don't think he can You don't like do Kevin it. at all. I don't think he can do a movie where he's holding the seriousness the whole time. He was good in the serious scene because the next scene he's cracking a joke. That's I'm not saying balance. that Kevin. And by the way, I hope you realize I haven't said the same thing that you said with, uh, with uh, Bill Cosby. I'm not saying that Kevin Hart did uh, – I'm not saying that Kevin Hart uh, will excel in a serious role. I'm just saying that based on Kevin's words, you need to take a serious role. You're wondering why people don't take you seriously, and then you're taking roles like Ride Along. That's what we see you as. I like this step for Kevin. I do. Yeah, I would like to see more movies like this. It was good. I liked it. This is a step without ruining it too much for people. I hope people actually go back and watch it. Y'all should have seen it by now. But I definitely believe so. But it catches your attention quickly is all I'm going to say. 15 minutes into the movie, you're like, fam, what the fuck just happened? Um, 
Yeah. So two other topics. I want to end with one that's not really a, a, a heavy one. Other thing on Netflix. I know Caprice watches it. Uh, Kenise, do you watch Manifest? That's why they have those ears like that. Absolutely. He's getting his fucking head pounded in. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, okay, I'm seeing the yeah. Look at his ears. Absolutely. They're oh, yeah. swelling, right? They're ringing right now. Are you crazy? What'd you, oh, yes, you watch I Manifest? Watch Manifest. She watches TV. Oh, my God. I'll let y'all talk about it for like three minutes, four minutes really quick. Uh, I'm done with season two. I haven't se- started season three yet. I haven't started season three yet. I'm at like the end. I'm on season three, episode three, so. Mm. Kenny still watch Manifest. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm um, watching the haves and the have nots. We're like not that. talking about that. Please go back. Manifest kind of irritates me though because I've seen the 4400 and it's like what the fuck is the 4400? See, that's your problem. It's literally <laughs> like Don't tell me what my problem I is. Know, tell me what I'm the 40 it's literally like the 4400 but uh, they added a plane. So that bothers me cuz I keep watching it and I'm like this is from the 4400. You're stealing the 4400. Okay, I don't want to sound like an asshole by no means cuz y'all know I don't watch TV like really at all. That show Lost. What's that about? Never seen it. Uh, Ain't they stranded on an island or yeah, something? Yeah, like shit? stranded somewhere. Oh, but but didn't something crash and that's how they got stranded? Is that I think is that one of those shows where it's a dream at the end or something? I forgot. Lost is like they they switch it up on you at the end. I don't know. I don't know. Only thing I do know is that Manifest is good and 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 it's happened twice since I don't watch TV. The Sopranos has kept me hooked the entire way through. How to Get Away with Murder lost me one time. Um, what other shows can I think about? I saw the only other series I could think about right now. Uh, Manifest is one of the better shows that I've seen, and it lost me twice. And every time it loses me, since we've all gotten past the point, it lost me for a brief moment. When uh, I can't think of none of the names right now, but when um, one of the main characters was talking to the brother inside the vault, and when he said the death day. And he went and grabbed his mail, his uh, his uh, box key, and it was the death day. That's when that shit snuck me back in. I was it's like, all Man, connected. It's all connected. That's just what it means. And and the funny thing is, I'm a firm believer in numerology. Like I believe that numbers are real. If I believe that words have meaning, I think numbers do as well. So I pay attention to numbers, and when numbers reoccur, and when people call me, if it's a certain time, I pay attention to shit like that. So when that was the part that like it really got me, I was over it, and I was like, fam, this shit is dragging. When he said, what was that date? And he reached in his shirt, I was like, all right, they got me. I said, they got me back, guys. I said, they got me back. Um, where do we expect it to go? You think we expect it to end after season three? I don't know. It got to end soon. This is one Netflix of them shows that got to end soon. Netflix is getting very tacky at this point. Y'all start stuff and stop it like season three, hmm. and it's disgusting. I don't know what y'all well, got Well, season three is on Hulu. It's actually on TV. Like, it comes no, yeah, TV. no, I know. It, and that's another it's problem. It's on TV now? Manifest? Was it always on TV? I believe so, yes. Yeah, I think it's on. What's the station? Is it ABC or some shit? I'm not sure. But it's on. Who's tuning in weekly to watch Manifest? Because nobody's watching it on network television. I don't know. Or if they are, they're not tweeting about it. It might be a Netflix. It was a Netflix original at first, I thought. That's what I thought. And I don't know if they they gave it to Hulu or Hulu bought it. Hulu bought it, maybe. Or, yeah, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. Um... Oh, lastly, I guess we can end with this. Um, we we talked about it briefly when it happened. Nick Cannon had gotten Wild and Out taken away for, for quite some time. I've heard some names that was kind of talked about behind the scenes, and uh, they offered DC Young Fly. 
the opportunity to host it. I love that. Did you hear what he said? No. So they asked DC Young Fly to host it since they they took a lot of Nick's jobs away and hosting gigs away because Nick has said what he said about yeah. uh, the Jewish community. Yeah, what he, he was valid what he said. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah, look at you, wasn't he? Nah. And that's what's so funny because I told you guys before, I talked about it, I said it on Twitter, I said something about Nick Cannon said, nothing that Nick Cannon said was wrong. Okay. And then I said, except where, <laughs> and then I went into, bless you, and then I went into my description. I tweeted that, looked at that tweet, and sat there and was like, you sound like a fucking idiot. Because you said nothing that Nick Cannon said was wrong, and then proceeded to say what you would say differently. Therefore, what Nick Cannon said was wrong. So, Nick Cannon ended up, I ended up, huh? I'm so, trying to figure out what he said. Keep going. Yeah, this is old. This was, it might be a year ago now. But anyway, uh, they offered DC Young Fly the opportunity to host uh, Wild and Out. DC Young Fly denied that opportunity. He said that Nick Cannon gave him his start. He didn't feel comfortable in taking something that Nick Cannon built. They shopped that. I heard some other names. They shopped Wildin' Out around to try to get another host. The reason why I'm telling you guys this right now is because Wildin' Out is back on air right now. Nick Cannon is the host. Black people, this is what I mean when I tell you guys that the power is in numbers. Every black person that they went to to take Nick's spot said no. And they had no choice but to give it back to Nick. That matters to me. And I'm going to let this podcast live where it is now, but it's something that I do want people to remember that they wanted anybody, anybody else to take that hosting gig. And everybody as a collective unit said, nope, either you're going to cancel the show and not make your money off the show as well, or you're going to give money back, or you're going to give the job back to Nick, and both of you guys go back to making money. But we're not going to have two parties making money off a Nick Cannon show, and Nick Cannon's not eating. That needs to happen a lot more. You guys know I'm, I'm going to go out with some music. I don't see what he said. But I'm going to go out with some music, and this is w- w- where I'm at right now with it. I miss Oye, so we're going to let it rock for a little bit. Stop turning your nose up at me, please. I don't like Kanye either. And I'm going to let this rock. Until next time, guys. He knows he's so fucking gifted.